So what be more important? Footwork or homework? Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560, toll free for Dave and Broward, or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, today what's more important homework or footwork so what are we going to do about this murdering son of a bitch that's our real question huh what are we going to do we've got oj disease and it just won't go away every time you think you've even breathed and mentioned his name for the last possible time there he is just sticking his puss in your face again over and over and over again i'm sure that some of you have seen on channel 7 news 648 times since last night the O.J. tapes, the latest uh, saga in this ongoing debacle. And, of course, here in the Herald this morning, see, being in Broward County, I thought maybe the Herald was uh, cutting us a little slack here. Because here's the story right there on the front page. O.J. calls 911 about his new girlfriend. Police find no sign of trouble. It's on the front page of the front section. And inside, where it's continued on page 9A, they've cropped a picture in black and white, of course. So there's uh, Pedro Guerrero. <laughs> And O.J. and uh, his new girlfriend, Christy Prody, white. And there are the three of them. And, of course, you don't see, uh, what's his name on the Roy. right or uh, the dearly departed Sam on the left. Do you see him? No. But in the Dade County section, not only, now, thank God, at least they didn't put it on the front page of the front section, but on the front page of Section B, as in bastard, as in bitch, as in bullcrap. On the front page of Section B, Metro Miami, the Dade County section, here's exactly the same story that appears on the front page of the front section in Broward, word for word, but with a big headline splashed across the top of it, O.J. has new girlfriend trouble, and they're in full color. In full color for the first time, there's the famous picture. There's the evidence. Happy group, only last month, O.J. Simpson, 52, and girlfriend Christy Prody, 26, seemed to enjoy a night out at the Astor on South Beach with Sam Duque, far left, <laughs> Pedro Guerrero, and Roy Foster, far right. Full color, as the embarrassment here never, ever ends. 
like one of those things where you like, uh, you know, it's it's like a boulder rolling down a mountain. It's like a snowball that starts at the top of a goddamn avalanche and just keeps rolling downhill and getting bigger and bigger and bigger until it's just, uh, you know, a nightmare. The whole goddamn world is going to collapse from the weight of it. And that's how this thing is here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah. If you just stop talking about it. Yeah, right. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Todd Dreck is probably saying I'm talking about this because I got nothing else to talk about. Like I knew while I'm sitting there innocently watching that slugfest last night between Boston and Cleveland, watching the ball game. Like I had a premonition that they'd have an OJ story on Channel 7. And not only would it be on there where they have the goddamn 911 tape on there playing it every five minutes, but I also knew that the pictures would be in the newspaper today, including the one in full color again from the Aster. Even the meeting at Louis in the Bronx in Godfather 1 pales in insignificance. Even Michael Corleone would agree with that. Pales in insignificance compared with this dinner at the Aster and this picture going along with it. And by the way, this is now worldwide. Fox News had this on about the QAM embarrassment. Howard was talking about it yesterday morning. It was on the in the New York Post gossip thing that they pulled out of the Sun Sentinel gossip thing from Josie Lambie. So all over the world, WQAM is ashamed and embarrassed and humiliated, and rightfully so, of course. We finally got our AC working, which, by the way, speaking of AC, not that AC, speaking of our air conditioning, it went out Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Did anybody here bother doing anything about that in the interim? No. I'm sorry. No. Thank you. So that at least until when I left here at 2, I have, what time did they finally get it? Uh, did you get out of here yesterday or what? What? What time did they finally get the uh, AC fixed here yesterday? Oh, I don't know. I left. Oh, there that. you go. So God only knows, but they weren't in any big hurry to take care of it because it might have cost them some money. And our office phones here, by the way, the internal phones that we can speak to the outside world, they don't work again today. So Georgia can't get his voicemails, and so we're having to make calls out on the bat line to try to find out about our Center One stuff, which all, of course, ties in to all this OJ thing. I mean, don't we have enough other troubles down here in this town? Uh -huh. Don't we have enough other problems? Without, I mean, why couldn't he have picked Dubuque, Iowa? Why couldn't he have picked uh, Syracuse, New York? Why couldn't he have picked Ypsilanti, Michigan? There's so many other places this man could have picked. And he picks us to infest with his rotting, festering crap, with his lies, with his bullcrap, with his cocaine, with his murdering ways, with his sickness, with his OJ disease. And, of course, we already had it. We already, this building was already uh, infected. You know what I mean? Roy! I think you do, yeah, and others. Already infected with OJ disease, but now the entire community is infected with it. My favorite line in this story, by the way, I find very revealing. Well, I'll just read the first two paragraphs for anybody who may have missed it, although I really doubt that any... I, I just can't imagine anybody could have missed it today. A breathless O.J. Simpson called Miami-Dade's 9-11 hotline Sunday evening for help, saying former, former Los Angeles Dodgers star Pedro Guerrero had taken Simpson's 26-year-old girlfriend, Christy Prody, along on a two-day drug binge. Oh, man. Simpson, 52, called police from Prody's townhouse in West Kendall around 6.15 p.m. while the couple was arguing. Sound familiar? Yes. Ah! 911 calls while the couple was arguing. Ah! How do you like that? 
What's the old saying? You can take the violence out of the uh, boy, or how does that go? You can take the boy out of Brentwood, but you can't take the murderous ways. How does that old uh, adage go? Something like that. Just have this strange feeling that we're going to see it's going to be like deja vu all over again. I could be wrong, and for her sake, I hope so, but it's just, uh, it's just something that really smells wrong. I think the whole thing's got a bad nose problem to it, if you catch my drift. What a, what a picture here, full color. We ought to save this for our crap book, you know what? San Duque, that we're still suffering fallout. We're trying desperately to put the pieces of our Center One campaign back together again. I've got some bad news about Pizza Loft, by the way, that we're going to have to postpone. Thanks so much for your great assistance on that, Sam. But, of course, you were too busy putting together that great golf tournament, <laughs> making all those arrangements to bring this murderer in here and cause us all of this international disgrace and embarrassment. Thank you so much for what we hope will be your parting shot. And Pedro Guerrero, who just a couple of days after this picture appeared for the first time in the Herald, just a couple of days later got uh, arrested in that drag, uh, drag bust. And in the meantime... What's going on here? Yeah. In the meantime, Greg's still trying to find out what, what where he can find a silly putty to fill that hole in his head. Nine minutes after ten at five sixty WQAM, your OJ station, baby. Oh, That's right. We're your OJ sickness station for the nineties. It's the only station in America that's got official OJ disease. Anybody else can claim to have it, but we had it long before this latest crap started. We got it. We're not too proud of it, but we got it. Hi, I be Roy Simpson. I mean, I be Roy Foster. And the reason I sound this way is because I have my nose inside OJ's ass. Rectum. What you do, man? Could you get that microphone down a little bit lower, thanks? OJ disease is a direct result of chronic gunslipping. You see, it ain't so much he'd be better in two worthless white people. It's because he's a jock. You know, folks like me and my white lady girlfriend have an incurable fetish for doing the down and dirty thing with sports jocks. Like my close and personal friend, OJ. Hey, could, could you move over a little bit, OJ? Man? You just me to put your hand. You be taking me. Don't touch that again. Find out more about OJ disease. Seek employment at this station. 1015 at 560 WQM, your OJ sick uh, station for the 90s. Simpson 52 called police from Prodi's townhouse in West Kendall around 615 p.m. while the couple was arguing, it says. On the 9-11 tape, the former pro football star said the dispute began when he learned about the drug use and tried to intervene. <laughs> Said Simpson, we have a problem here. I'm trying to get a girl to go to rehab for doing drugs for two days with Pedro Guerrero, who just got arrested for cocaine, and I'm trying to get her to leave the house for rehab. Of course, isn't this the guy that took her to dinner at the Astros that's in that picture with Pedro Guerrero? Oh, I just, okay. Guerrero was charged with cocaine conspiracy in Miami Federal Court October 1. Drug Enforcement Administration agents picked him up at his Doral home on 103rd Court and accused him of agreeing to put up the money for a nephew to buy 15 kilos of coke. He posted a $100,000 bail bond pending trial. No one returned a call to Guerrero's home Monday night. The 9-11 dispatcher asked if anyone was in need of immediate help. When Simpson said no, he was transferred to the non-emergency line. As the tape continues to run, he is heard to say to someone, apparently Prody, I want you to call the police. 
He remains on hold for several seconds. When the new dispatcher reaches him, he says, well, she's left and I don't know what to do about it. I'm frustrated. Pedro Guerrero just got arrested for having 15 kilos of cocaine, and this girl spent the last two days doing drugs with him. Me and a friend just came over and said, you are going to rehab. She got mad. She's loaded out of her mind and in her Mustang, driving around town somewhere, Simpson went on. She needs to be stopped. He then tells the dispatcher, okay, thank you. I got to go and see if I can find her. And maybe he'll find Nicole's murder at the same time. Oh! And, you know, just by coincidence, he ain't having much luck on a golf course finding him. After Simpson hung up, two Hammocks District patrol officers went to Prody's townhouse in the crossings area. They found only Simpson there. For the police report, he listed his address the same as Prody's. According to the report, Simpson said he told Prody he was going to take her to the hospital for treatment. She responded that she would call the police if he didn't leave. The officers, finding no sign of a crime, gave Simpson a domestic violence information brochure and left. <laughs> How do you like that, huh? They gave him a domestic violence information <laughs> brochure and they left. <laughs> <laughs> and a set of Ginsu knives, too, I understand. He probably already had one of those pamphlets. Monday, two... De- that was from California. This is different. Monday, two detectives from the Miami-Dade Police Domestic Crimes Bureau went back to Pody's home about 10.50 in the morning, said Detective Juan Del Castillo, a spokesman. After several minutes, she answered the door. She explained that she was fine and that there was no problem of a domestic nature, Del Castillo said. She showed no signs of injury or impairment. Prody's white Mustang convertible with California tags was still parked in a reserved spot Monday afternoon, but no one answered her door. Her phone had apparently been taken off the hook. Neighbor said Prody had moved from California a little more than a month ago. She lives by herself, said a neighbor who declined to give his name. She's a very nice woman. She looks like Nicole. In 1995, Simpson was acquitted in a criminal trial for the murder of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ron Goldman. He was later found liable for their deaths in a civil trial. He has said he's looking to move from California to South Florida. Oi! And has uh, been seen here often recently, house hunting in Cocoa Plum and partying in Miami Beach, sometimes with Prody and Guerrero. Neil Rogers got. In an interview with W. Now, here comes the best part. After all of this stuff, which is on tape, which they're playing the tape over and over again, okay? It's like Nixon with the tapes. You can't change the tapes, and there's no gap on this one. In an interview with WSBN Channel 7 Monday afternoon, Simpson said, There was a disturbance that I thought they should know about. It had nothing to do with me, nothing to do with my girlfriend. He added with a laugh, so don't go there. End of story. How do you like that? (laughs) <laughs> Can somebody explain that to me? Don't you find a little bit of a contradiction there? Uh-huh. Huh? His girlfriend just did two days of drugs with Pedro Guerrero, who just got arrested for doing fifty for uh, selling fifteen kilos of coke, and he's trying to get her to go into drug rehab, and she's uh, refusing it. And somebody's got to get a hold of this bitch. I mean, it's a uh, nice girl. And then the next day, it's like, oh, it had nothing to do with me or her. It was like some somebody else. The dog done it. The dog was doing coke. <laughs> The dog had a bad nose problem. So don't even go there. <laughs> Woo! Heavy, heavy, heavy duty. Where does it ever stop? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. And there's that picture. I'm looking at this on the front of the 
Metro Miami section. And you got to come to Dade County and buy the uh, Miami uh, Herald of Dade. Oh, it's it's worth it. Drive just over the county line and get the Dade Virgin. Because there it is in full color and all of its splendor at the Aster. The most infamous picture. And, of course, the obvious question is, which one is the biggest douchebag in that picture? There's Sam Pedro Guerrero, the alleged Coke uh, dealer, the uh, murderer in the middle. There's Christine, the alleged uh, whatever she is. And there's uh, what's-his-name on the right. Roy! Which you already know all about him. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Maybe somebody in this audience is a lot smarter than I am if they can explain the discrepancy. Let's nip this in the bud, okay, before we have another OJ problem. Let's nip it in the bud right now and explain to me the uh, apparent discrepancy in the first part of his 911 call to the police and then his uh, comments to Channel 7 News about, well, uh, it wasn't about me and it wasn't about her and don't even go there, et cetera, and so on. And I never stole a freight train and certainly didn't kill nobody and wouldn't wear those ugly-ass shoes. Wasn't it amazing that they phonied up, what was it, 785 different pictures? That must have taken a lot of uh, airbrushing to phony up that many pictures and that many uh, periodicals and magazines and newspapers and all over the goddamn world with him with those ugly-ass Bruno Molly shoes on. And by the way, he said, don't call me Molly. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Liberty City. Hello. Good morning, guys. Yes, sir. I got a, I got a question. I got a comment about the OJ thing. Yes, first, sir. First of all, question. I talked to Joe Rose about the ditch, what's your beef thing that he had like five years ago. He said that you were handling it now, Neil, and I want to know when. He said what? That you were going to handle the What's Your Beef project. You know, but what's your beef? You know, if you have a beef with anything, call the station and, you know, you talk about your beef. No. You're not handling that, so Joe lied. Yeah, Joe lied. Okay, now I want he to... He also lied when he said, when he, when he lied, didn't really lie, but he's, he's, he's almost lying because he, he knows damn well that Dan Marito and Jimmy Johnson hate each other like poison because he and Danny are joined at the hip. I think, I think Joe and Danny are tighter than Danny and his wife, but nevertheless, he just, uh, you know, it, it's almost like lying by not saying it on the air. Why is he withholding the information and why do I have to be the one to say it? But nevertheless, go ahead. Okay, now Neil, we're going to fell the flight together. If I don't do coke, I'm not going to hang with anybody that does it. Okay, so now, I, I think your conscience. Are you saying that birds of a feather snort together? What I'm saying that, okay, if I beat a murderer up, I'm black and I'm not prejudiced, but if I see fault and I think you're wrong and you got to wait money talks, so, you know, money buys practically everything. Tony Martin should be gone if that's the case, but that's another story. That's another horse of a different color. Okay, but what I'm saying is that O.J. Simpson, they don't want him in Cocoa Park because of the traffic and the company he keeps, you know. They don't want that kind of traffic in the area. Or maybe because they don't want murderers living there. Is okay, that now, O.J., he's on the trip, so he he, he cleans his slate by calling the police. Cocaine is a hallucinated drug. Mm -hmm. It makes you hallucinate. It makes your pressure go up and have you tripping. Mm -hmm. And it also makes you, um, how can I put this? I'm speeding. I'm trying to say too much at one time. Anyway, to make a long story makes short, you inarticulate. Is that what you're trying to say? OJ, you know, it makes you freaks. It takes your nature. He was stripping. She was stripping. He cleared his name before it got any further. Because, oh man! Yeah. You know, but um. But uh, that one line, though, I find very troubling. It said the 911 call. He said uh, it said he called police while the couple was arguing. Doesn't that sound familiar? Oh, okay. He's he just I don't know. I, I guess he uh. <laughs> that OJ was the end of the phone. conversation. Yeah, maybe you may have to trace that call. I think OJ got the phone. Uh-oh. Look out. He said birds of a feather snort together, and they're having a rip-snorting good time is what he said. 
something like that. And he said, also, if you do enough coke, it makes you very, very inarticulate. Oh, man. And makes you sound like you got, like, a thick tongue. Oh, man. Here's a mobile in Wellington. Hello. Neil, how you doing? I'm doing good. I was listening to Hank yesterday. He made a great point. I thought you'd bring it up as soon as you got on the air. I didn't hear it. How about Columbo Bush was not even charged with a crime, but, yeah, they want to charge Ward with a felony? Well, that, uh, that was not original. Somebody, we had two people call and say that yesterday. I forget who was the one that made that point. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Hank, but that uh, several people have said that. Oh, okay, all right. And then, like, I'll say the same thing I said yesterday. I mean, she's got better connections in Tallahassee than Peter's got. Okay, have a good one. And what's wrong with getting a discount? <laughs> nothing, nothing all right, at all. Yeah, okay. Much ado about nothing. Let me say it again. It was, uh, you know, it was wrong. It was illegal. It was bad. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, in the overall picture of things, maybe this guy ought to get, like, uh, you know, two Heismans. Oh, gee, they uh, ripped off a... Gee, come on. Give me a break. He wants to be a snappy dresser. He's going to be a big superstar. He wants to look good. He wants to dress good. Maybe if Dillard's were smart, they'd make him the goddamn poster child. They're having a tough time getting anybody in their goddamn stores. Make Peter Warwick the goddamn poster child. He likes our stuff so much, he come in and worked a special discount just so we could walk around in our Dillard stuff and that Tommy Hill uh, forker, whatever that is. I guess you don't realize that most people who wear Tommy Hill forker are facts. I guess nobody told him that. Oh, I shouldn't have said that, okay? I let the cat out of the bag. I'm sorry. Because beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you do wear Tommy Hilfiger stuff, you're a... Better not say it. Kill Nicole. The open sea. The rolling deck beneath your feet. Sweaty, muscular men packed in cramped sleeping quarters. It's the new name. Letting you reach deep to where you had never been before. Isn't just the best? It's heaven on earth. The new Navy. Call your recruiter today. Don't ask, don't tell. It's more than a job. It's an adventure. 1030 at 560 WQM. We got Hank at Cool City Day at 2 o'clock. The Bookster from 6 to 7. The Panthers at Montreal tonight to play those unctuous Canadians at 7 o'clock. So anyway, this uh, story, just uh, I just keep scratching my head. I'm going to start having a hole there like where Greg's got one, you know. I just keep wondering over and over again because it just sounds like deja vu all over again. The couple was arguing. He's on the phone call to 911. Haven't we heard this all before? Uh-huh. Shouldn't she have been the one calling? Though, well, but, you know, there were a series of 911 calls. You're just thinking about that one particular one where he was knocking the door down. The good one. Yeah, the real Not good the one. the only one. Just the real there, were, there were a whole bunch of them over a period of time. So maybe this is just the first in a whole series, which, of course, the people at Channel 7 are going, we can only pray and hope for that. Here's Kendall, home of OJ. Hello. Well, speaking about that, don't you know that Channel 7 is getting all the file footage ready just in case? Right, of course. Besides that, when is your station going to fire Roy Foster's ass? You're asking me? No, I'm asking Roy! I haven't got any idea. I don't think they're going to do anything to Roy Foster. Are you kidding me? Are they that stupid? I mean, Uh I cannot believe that they could be that that they could that they could be that stupid. I I have I don't have any idea whose uh, naked pictures he's got in this joint, but obviously he must have something holding over somebody's head because he's still here. Did Sam Did Sam Duquet get fired? He's uh, suspended, is the last we heard. But we have a feeling he won't be coming back anytime soon. Thirty or forty years? Oh, hopefully. 
Well, I, I, I hope Greg Reig and uh, the Beasleys, I hope they enjoy the notoriety of being they, the you know something? They biggest assholes in the world. They seem to be oblivious. They're, they're in budget meetings again today, and all they care about is give us the goddamn money. They don't care. Our phone system up here, our business, like I said before, we can't communicate with the outside world. We can't get any information on all the center ones. We're just here in a vacuum, you know, and uh, and they're in budget meetings. They're and, oblivious. They're all going yeah. like Have any other sponsors uh, uh, dropped off the station because of the – because of Foster and, and, and the OJ situation. Well, see, Roy doesn't have to worry about losing any of his accounts because he never sold he them. Never, so. He never has any, right? right? That's right. So, that's correct. So why do they pay him? Huh? So why do they pay him? I why do they have him working there? I think there? he takes it out in trade. Have a great day, sir. There's a Roy Foster fan. Roy! Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, I'm you know I'm not trying to be flip or light about these things, am I? Yeah. But I mean, uh, if I had an answer, I can't speak for management. God, that would be the last thing I would try to do is speak for these people. They're in budget meetings today. We only got 175 different goddamn crises going on here at the same time, and nobody gives a rat's ass. Nobody cares. They're busy doing more important stuff. They're busy trying to figure out how to get more spots on here so they can pay John Henry $585,000 a month for the sports rights to these bogus ball games we got here on this radio station, which, like I told you, and I've been telling you over and over again, and I'm the only one on this station who will tell you, is strangling this place. Although Hank said the same thing a couple of weeks ago. That's why we got to have 13-minute breaks on his show so we can pay Wayne and John Henry. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. You people down there in Kendall, you ought to be very excited now knowing that uh, this is his home address. The Hammocks in West Kendall. you got a new neighbor. See, the reason I moved out of Kendall years ago is because the scumbags were starting to move in. So what's, you know, what's one more? Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, listen, I, I'm kind of new still to the hockey uh, scene, and I've been watching the Panthers the last couple of years. And uh, I, I know a big part of this season relies on the health of Pavel Burry, but... No, the whole season. The whole season. Do, do you see the team overall? I know Burry's a big part of it, but do you see the overall team as being better this year than last year? I'm going to hang up and listen. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, I would say that uh, marginally they're a little bit better. I mean, there are not that many changes, to be honest with you. Todd Simpson is an improvement on defense, but uh, there are not that many changes. The team will be better this year if Barry stays healthy. That will be the difference, having a whole year of him healthy. Other than that, there aren't that many changes. Goaltending is a little bit better. They got rid of Captain uh, uh, Kirk. 5670560, oh, pound 560. On the, I don't want to talk too much hockey today, okay, after the Leafs lost to Nashville last night. One of the most embarrassing games in the history of uh, Toronto. Whole city is probably in mourning today. Nice going, Pat. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello, is that me? That's you. Yeah, okay. Hey, forget what happened before to OJ. Yeah. But how could they? How could they personally give him the children with the kind of junk he runs with? Yeah. Could you believe that? It's hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard to, put, to believe. To put the, those two kids in the custody of a murdering son of a bitch right. who's uh, allegedly uh, you know, involved with all these coke people. And, That's uh, right. Look, look what he runs with. How maybe they wanted be... the kids to learn to play golf good or something like that. Yeah, I guess that's about it. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I just can't believe the government. I can't believe it yeah. that they gave him the children. It's uh, terrifying. Yeah. Okay, and I'll hang up. More, I'm what, listening. What's even more terrifying is that he's uh, going to be living here with us. Yeah, could you believe that? Who needs him here? Exactly. Okay. Have a great day, sweetheart. Goodbye, Neil. Bye-bye. Happy for him. Bye. Okay. Well, she sounds a little bit depressed, and of course, why shouldn't we be depressed? Like I said before, we got enough swill, we got enough other problems, we got this Los Bam Bam thing going on. That same old tired one-note uh, bunch of... <laughs> 
crazy people. And by the way, thanks to the uh, young man who called yesterday with the Channel 51 exclusive about Willie Torino. Not that any of us really care about Willie Torino, but uh, thank you very much because it's in the paper today. And you were right on target. Of course, there obviously are some people in this town, the same old hysterical people that were out there at the arena acting like barbarians on uh, Saturday night. They care. Most of us don't even know who the hell Willie Torino is, nor do we want to know. Believe me. Although, based based on what I'm hearing, this, now this is just a rumor, but one thing I heard about Willie Torino. He can't sing for sh. But beside that, here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes. How's, how's it going, Neil? Okay. Um, well, the bottom line is that um, that the same thing is going to end up um, uh, to OJ Simpson. He's going to end up killing this this person too, because obviously, you know, he's starting to go crazy already. You know what I'm saying? No, what are you saying? <laughs> okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's uh, Mobile and Kendall. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Two topics, one life, one death. Congratulations on your new neighbor, by the way. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, Atkins, triglycerides. Yes. They go down? Yes. A lot? Dramatically. Well, for some people. Mine went the first uh, when I did Atkins religiously for two months, 300 down to 66. Is there a critical time in the first couple weeks where you're converting your body to uh, a, a ketotic state, I guess, and everything is high, or what's the story with that? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, like in, in the first two weeks, uh, I'm assuming your body is adjusting to the changeover to the Atkins uh, uh, approach, and so you're feeding yourself all this dreck, and I'm curious. Before... Well, what, what do you mean you're feeding yourself all this dreck? What, what does that mean? Well, the... What dreck do you eat on the Atkins diet? Uh, you know, the red meat. And, that, that's uh, not dreck. Well, you're eliminating the dreck to refine carbohydrates. You know? I understand. By getting rid of the carbs and all that stuff, but feeding yourself the, the, the stuff that you're supposed to have on Atkins in those first couple of weeks as that transition is taking place, are your um, levels of, of HDL, LDL, or triglycerides climbing until they hit a point where they then go down? I, I have no idea because I never had it measured within two weeks. I think two weeks is too short a period of time to ever, uh, you know, have two blood tests taken. It, it's uh, insignificant. When, when would you recommend the first blood test? Well, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. A doctor's got to recommend that. I'm not going to go on a year here and be irresponsible like Oprah that had those crazy <laughs> hellers on again yesterday with that reward meal, uh, you know, these people that want to kill their uh, viewers. I'm not going to do that. you got to talk to a doctor about that. But certainly a few weeks, a month, something like that, a couple of months. Yeah, it's not logical. That's right. Kind well, of why do you, where do you come up with that? If you had your, did you try the Atkins and your blood lipids went up? No, no, I'm just, I, I started it. I'm, I, I happen to be a cardiac patient, so right. I want to, you know, make sure that I'm not stepping in uh, doo-doo on my way into this. Well, if you're a cardiac patient, you're calling and asking me on the radio? I mean, what kind of a doctor have you got? Well, no, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, he, he didn't really have a problem with it. He, right. You know, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't well, get you should, Then you should ask him when you should be taking, then did you take blood, uh, how, what is your cholesterol now? Uh, my cholesterol now is in the 140s. 140? Yeah, 146. What's wrong with that? Nothing, but that's on. And what about your tri triglycerides? That's on Lipitor. I didn't get my triglycerides. I don't, I don't recall what they are. Your cholesterol is 146, and your convention over here? Well, that's it's on a it's on a med. Now the one nice thing is my sugar went down. Yeah, well, of that's, course. That's a great thing. That's and what Atkins does. I was having a midday sugar in the 130s, and now it's like 97. Right. Um. So I'm like thrilled well, about that. Well, midday sugar in the 130s is not. There's nothing wrong with that either. But it, but if you're diabetic like I am, it takes some sugar away. Well, then uh, I too. That's great. The other thing, now, just keep it up. Don't make excuses to it. Get off it. Now death. Yeah. Uh, is is OJ's? Is he shacking up with the girlfriend here in Kendall, or is he just visiting her? Or is he physically living here? 
He's uh, hanging out with her. So what do you think? You think they're sitting there while looking at uh, at pictures of Nicole? Of course he's shacked up with her. Does he have physical custody of his kids, and are they living with him here? No, they're not here. They're uh, back in California, but okay. of course he has custody of his kids. All right. Looks like a paparazzi opportunity. Okay. Have a good luck. Thanks, Neil. Okay. This guy's got 146 cholesterol, and he's uh, worried about it. because I'm going to talk about our Center One CDs, and it sounds like uh, the original Center One CDs, like with all that compression on there and all screwed up. I have no idea. I guess operator error might be the problem there. But, of course, we haven't had no operator put anything in there in a very long time anyway, so, you know. But at any rate, it's uh, 14 before 11 at 560 QAM, but she's got a great ass. Nevertheless, let me just tell you about this Center One thing. More bad news. Not bad enough that OJ is down there talking to 911 and doing all these bizarre things. And that picture is in the paper again this morning and uh, all over the place in full color. But, so we were supposed to, like, uh, have our our second appearance for Center One at Pizza Lop next uh, Tuesday, a week from tonight, as a matter of fact, 6 to 8 p.m. Is that going to happen? No. No, and the reason being that, uh, well, you know, some people were right, you know, when they have these rush jobs and they're going to try to get the, and believe me, the new CDs, the um, new and improved uh, Best of Neil 99 will sound great because we listen to the master and they do sound fantastic. Don't have the compression like the bit I just played. They sound sensational. But because it's a rush job and they got to have them packaged and do this and stuff them in the cases and all that, it's going to take like an extra day or two. And so it's unlikely that it would be ready. So why take the chance for another debacle, another disaster? Do I want to do that? No. I don't think so. Not after all that this goddamn radio station has put us through with this campaign this year. It's unbelievable. The OJ thing is only just a small part of it. That great golf tournament. <laughs> Remember that great golf tournament? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that was good. But at any rate, so we're going to push it back a week till Tuesday, October 26th. Would somebody better tell Ponytail about that and Brian and whoever else is involved in this thing? And as far as those uh, buttons are concerned, you know, the ones that have oh, all the uh, sound effects, like all that good stuff <laughs> on them? which we're going to be peddling for Center One this year. Uh, those will be, I see, we can't get any information because we can't communicate with the outside world. So we don't have them exactly at the moment, and we will have them any day, but will they be at specs? Do we know? Will they be? I, I know nothing. What do you, uh, I already spoke to Carol about that. On the yes. hotline. Oh, on the hotline. She's talking to specs, and that's not confirmed yet, but she doesn't foresee a problem getting them into specs. But it's not confirmed yet. That's the opportunity. See, here, here's the problem. Here's what bothers me a lot. Unlike previous years, I'm going on the air. See, I hate to break the news to anybody who hasn't figured it out yet. This is the Neil Rogers show, okay? This isn't the uh, Carol show. This isn't the uh, the uh, anybody else. This is the Neil Rogers show. It's the best of Neil CD. I've got my name on this. I'm the one that's on the air here promoting this. I'm the one that's trying to raise the money for a good cause. And I'm the one that's trying to explain to the goddamn audience that I got out there what's going on, who's on first, et cetera, and so on. And like the pilot with the blindfold over his eyes, uh, I'm flying blind here. 
maybe this and you know like that song maybe you're right and maybe i you know i don't know but that's see that's not a satisfactory answer carol that's not a satisfactory answer call us when we have something firm to tell the audience something absolute positive written in stone then I'll go on here and say, as opposed to one more time, since our credibility on this whole thing is rapidly diminishing, especially when Greg Reed goes in the press and now all over the world is quoted as saying, oh, well, some of it went to OJ-related expenses. We're trying to sort this mess out. <laughs> oh, that's a great confidence booster for people who want to get involved in any charity related with WQAM. Seriously, I mean, he, he might have, instead of that statement, he might as well have just said, yeah. said that. It would have been a lot more intelligent. It would have been right to the point. It would have reflected his mentality. It would have been, it would have been perfect coming from him. Yeah. Like that. Could have, we, I would have been glad to come in here and play that over the phone to whoever he was speaking. But instead, he comes up with a bonehead comment like that. Some of it went to OJ-related expenses some of the money that was raised at that infamous, unctuous golf tournament that we didn't want anything to do with in the first place. But to quote our sales manager, she says to me, oh, who can control Roy? Who can control Roy? And I said to her, well, doesn't he work for you? Aren't you the uh, sales manager? Is, don't we have a general manager? Isn't there somebody running the shiver? And she went, uh, just like that. So all I can tell you is the pizza loft has been postponed a week till Tuesday, October 26, 6 to 8 p.m., pushed back a week, by which time we'll have the new and improved great-sounding CDs. And if you have one of the ones that you bought at Specs previously, bring it on by. We'll swap it for you. Or if you don't, I mean, we don't have to, you know, we're not going to force people to come all the way to pizza loft if they can't or they don't want to or whatever. And as soon as the new ones are available uh, to us, then, uh, you know, we'll find some other way. In fact, the, uh, the uh, folks have already agreed that we'll pay the postage if you want to swap them by mail. We'll pay the postage to do that because we don't expect you to have to do it because you, you know, gave your donation and you bought these things in good faith, expecting they would sound good as opposed to sounding like, like crap, like that. So here I am again trying to like, you know, do a little tap dance, trying to pass along information and can't really do it because I'm not getting any information at it. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yo, Neil, I love your show. Of course. <laughs> hey, of course. Hey, listen. Yo, that boy. Backwards, yes. <laughs> Six, seven months ago, I was out in the Grove, and I saw O.J. Simpson. And I was just amazed, like, how many stupid girls were, like, going up to him, trying to meet him, thinking he's this big old celebrity. I, I, he's the Antichrist, and people don't get that. And I'm just... He's a, he's a scumbag. He's, he's, he's the lowest subhuman form of scum that I can imagine. But people are so incredibly stupid, and, and they don't, and they buy into what the media says, and they don't realize. And you know, something else off this off the subject. You know, we had six billion people in this world as of today. Like a six billion baby was born in Bosnia, mm -hmm. and the Catholic Church man still goes around, you know, anti-abortion, anti-women, anti-everything, right. procreate. Right. It's ridiculous. Creating people better wake up. That's what the Catholic Church does best: creating misery everywhere they go. My mom's Catholic. My father's Catholic. I have nothing to do with the Catholic Church. Boy, it, it, it's it's disgusting. People need to wake up. Okay, sweetheart, I'll All pray right. for you. Okay, <laughs> bye bye. Say a few Hail Marys. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. Hail Mary, Holy Mother of God, blessed are thou And if you say enough of them, then maybe the Father won't touch you next time, but he probably will anyway if you look good. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. See, that's why Jesse Ventura is so appealing to me because here's a guy who's the governor of Minnesota, not just a big ex wrestler with a big mouth, but a guy who's the governor of Minnesota and doing a great job up there too, by the way, cutting back on taxes, getting more money for education, and doing the kinds of things that a uh, intelligent person supposedly should be doing for the people. And he's got the chutzpah to come along and tear down all of this bull crap that so many of you people have been brainwashed with, and you can't build the internal fortitude and strength to tear yourselves away. Like this nice lady who finally did. She just said no to the goddamn Catholic Church and all that bull crap. The greatest procreator of misery and suffering and hunger and desperation in the entire goddamn world. Yeah, go forth and be fruitful and multiply and make a lot of good Catholic babies. Maybe we can get it up to $10 billion if we start screwing enough, huh? Fort Lauderdale, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, am I, is this Neil Rogers? Am yes, I on? sir. It sounds just like hey, you. I'm sir. on the radio. Hey, I'm on the radio. You're on the radio, yes. Neil, I, I think it all revolves around the money. He's on the radio, by the way, folks. I Go think, ahead. I think it all revolves around the money. What's like that? The OJ and... Uh, what and, money? Well, like the Panthers and, and the Marlins. If, they, if you have the money to... The o, OJ, the Panthers, and the Marlins, yeah. I'm trying you to follow the, this. I'm you have connecting the money, the dots. You have the money to do these things. To do what things? Anything to kill or to catch the football. If you have the money. The money? You can you can do these Who is things. this, Tommy James with a phony voice? Money, money? Yeah. You're on the radio. What an asshole. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. We've got 600 open lines here right now. Can't imagine why after that, Jack. Eh? Uh-huh. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Sunday morning I was watching the news with Charles Osgood. Yes. They, they did a report on evolution versus creation. Mm-hmm. They had this guy who teaches a science class at a Christian college. He's saying the dinosaurs were on Noah's Ark, and he said this from the Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people are nuts. This is the kind of stuff they want to teach. I mean, if, the, if all the animals were on the Ark, wouldn't there be dinosaurs walking around right and now? And not only that, but let me ask you this. How did Noah go out and catch the dinosaur in the first place? Okay, well, it had to be one hell of a big Ark. Yeah, they and, just walked And out. not only that, but like I've asked a million times before, nobody can answer it. Who was shoveling the dinosaur <laughs> crap on that's, the Ark? That's right. Oh, one more thing. I read Where, the, how did he go out and catch all of those things, huh? It's Ridiculous. In addition ridiculous. to which, how come God, who's omnipotent and can do everything, instead of telling this poor old schlepper, this drunk Noah to go out and do it, why didn't he just wave his little magic wand or his beanie or whatever he's got, rub his little magic lamp, and all of a sudden all of these animals appeared on the ark? In fact, why didn't he provide the ark for Noah instead of having him go out there and build and hammer and nail and cut down these goddamn trees and do all of this other stuff? Why didn't he just say, look, here's the magic ark from uh, from heaven. Take uh, all the animals and uh, I'll save your ass. Yeah, it's not well, I'm busy drowning everybody else. And, and George Bush says it should be taught in, in our, um, public schools. Yeah, in between the snorting coke, yeah. I think. Uh, is one more thing. I read the that's, Jeff- why, that's why Jeb Bush had the coke machines put back in school. That's the sound of it. I read the Jesse Ventura article in Playboy. Yes, sir. It's a three-sentence uh, quote with the religion. He's talking about the religious right and, and a blind follower. I read stuff. it on the ear here, sir, yesterday. Yeah, because that's what it's all about. Right. And, and the Inquisition was also organized religion. Mm-hmm, no kidding. Okay, remember, keep those dinosaurs off the ark. Okay, okay thank, thank you. you. Tell Dino not to get sore. Five six seven oh five sixty. Maybe that's why we have this lost Bam Bam problem. Maybe Dino's sore about it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Not getting a lot of calls from West Kendall today. Probably most people are sitting there, uh, you know, with the uh, shades drawn, peering out the window. Got their alarms. Get your security alarms on here, real good in Kendall. That's my best suggestion to you. Yes. We 
anymore. No one's more boring than Vice President Al Gore. Then one hour seems like five Whose story is the boringest person That you'll ever view Your is the boringest person Goes for a tip or two Only one's more wooden than him Pinocchio but he'll come to life for Asian guys with lots of dough. Eleven oh one and five sixty WQM. We got six hundred open lines here. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing today? Okay, sir. Do you believe in counter and and uh, uh, balance and counterbalance? What, what does that mean? Okay, here's what Is I that mean. Like yin and yang. Yeah, the yin and the yang. Yes. No. Okay. The reason I ask that is because. Do you believe that, okay, like, for instance, what happens on one side of the Earth will occur on the other side of the Earth? Of course not. Oh, like, for instance, earthquakes that happen in Greece? Of course not. Uh, and why is that? With all the scientific data that's out that says that what will happen on one side of the Earth will have to count the balance on the other side. Well, I mean, eventually, but there's no way to predict it. There's no way to know when it's going to happen. Okay, scientific data has... But what, what does that have to do with anything? What, what, what is the purpose of that? Well, the purpose of that is just that this is a prediction. That's all it is. A prediction by scientists that December 22nd of this year, there will be a tremendous earthquake in California. Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. And? And don't you think that's very important for the people to know that? No, because we don't live in California, in addition to which I don't believe it. How about let's go to Nostradamus and see what he said about it? But he was, so he was off, what, 12 years? Is that so much a, a great deal? Sir, I'll tell you what. Take, the, take your, uh, tattler, on, take your tattler and your star, get back in the broom closet, and we'll tell you when it's safe to come out. What, 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 what did that have to do with anything? Does anybody know what that has to do with anything other than, uh, you know, oh, I guess that's what it was. Jack Weber, we better bring him out of the uh, box and investigate. Besides, everybody knows the asteroids are going to kill us way before the Of course. What are you worried about? They're coming, uh, I think, about a week from uh, Sukkot. Of course, that's why we enjoy working in this place, because it's like a three-ring circus. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. That was a really brilliant call, sir. Do we live in California? No. Okay, well, that's the chances you take. California, they got earthquakes. We got hurricanes. And, uh, you know, they got mudslides out there. We got OJ. Just to get even with us, they shipped us OJ just so we have as much risk as they got. Crazy person, another one. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey, let's hear it for those leaves and that Sundine. Yeah, okay, great. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing, sir? Okay. Sounds like really to me it is. Okay, one call left on the board, and that's it. We can say adios today, baby. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Now the real dregs are starting to seep in. Here's a mobile in Oakland Park. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Good to hear from you. Yeah, I'll call okay. you again someday. 
Don't you? How come all these rat shops keep calling you lately? What is it? What do you mean lately? You mean like for the last 23 years? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's yeah, what we got here, pal. Open the window and look out there. You'll find out. Yeah, I know. I'm driving by them all the time. I'm a professional driver, so, you know, that's how it goes. But I wanted to ask you a favor. Give me a favor. Play fat man hand job. Is this, sir, is this a phone call? Is this a conversation? Well, you know. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a boring request is what it is. This isn't a conversation with a goddamn talk show. Shame on you, sir. I'll get to it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. This is this is amazing to me. The boneheads we got. Do I believe in the balance and the counterbalance and yin and yang and December twenty two? Like like they can predict to the day when we're going to have earthquakes, right? And they'll probably tell you exactly where it's going to be too. Maybe in Anaheim, right there at Disneyland. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm rehashing something from yesterday. I was on hold for a while, but. I'm an ex-law enforcement, and I don't know if you noticed in this thing at the concert the other night how they conveniently sent up, set up a gauntlet for these people to, to come through. I mean, if they really cared about the safety and, and security of the people going in there, they would have never allowed access so close for projectiles to be thrown at of these course that, Of course not. That's right. I mean, you know, that hasn't been brought up. I, I was listening to, reading a lot of articles, but... Oh, and all, almost... all of these articles are saying, oh, yeah, well, the protesters have got a right to protest. They don't have any right to spit at these people, exactly. to throw rocks and bottles at them, and to jeopardize their safety. Nobody's got a right to do that. But, of course, in this banana boat town, nobody wants to go out on a limb and say that except me. Well, it's, it's you know, I mean, I'm married to Cuban, you know, and, but it, it's just not right. I mean, it's, it's just, as a matter of fact, it's, you know, anywhere else you would have never had that. I mean, they were they were allowing these people to commit a crime, and they right. were watching it happening. Right. And, and, and then like, Tomas Regalado's got the balls to get on the news there yesterday and say, oh, we can't let them come back in December because feelings are so high about this now. Yes, that what happened this weekend was nothing. It'll be much worse the next time. It can't get as, as, as opposed to condemning the people who were committing the illegal acts, as opposed to condemning them, he's predicting, oh, we can't let it happen again because it'll be much worse. So in other words, what he's really saying is you can't perform here because this is a banana republic. He might as well have just said that. Well, they allowed to incite it. I mean, they, they, right. they had it on TV. They said, oh, we got to go out and get more barricades because there's more people coming, and they allow them to put in a flatbed truck to have a concert. I mean, it, it, they allowed a, a carnival-like, you know, atmosphere, and 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 give them the ammunition. They didn't just allow it; they encouraged it. They did. They did. There's no doubt about. It. I mean, they, they won't admit it, but you know, that's just the way it is. But uh, anyways, appreciate it. Okay, hang in there. All right. Okay, 1,400 open lines here, 5670560. Very lukewarm editorial in the Sun Sentinel today, and we're still waiting for the one in the Herald. Are we going to see that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Hold your breath. Very lukewarm editorial on Los Bam Bam in the Sun Sentinel, the First Amendment at stake. From a financial standpoint, at least, promoters of Saturday's Los Bam Bam concert had reason to be disappointed. After weeks of heated resistance, they sold only 1,800 tickets to the event, not even close to breaking even. Well, that's interesting because the paper the other day said they sold 2,400 tickets, which was enough to break even. Cuban exiles who tried to stop the concert, first by forcing a change of venue, then by hurling eggs and insults at the band's fans as they tried to enter the arena, were disappointed too. For them, 1,800 tickets was 1,800 too many. But those who braved the swell of protesters to hear Cuba's most influential band helped notch a victory for freedom of expression, never mind that most of them professed to be there just to dance. We don't do politics. We make music, band leader Juan Formel has said over and over again, if only it were that simple. Formel and the other musicians who make up Los Band then are considered by many Cuban uh, exiles to be ambassadors for the Castro government. The group's name comes from a 1969 war campaign in which hundreds of thousands of Cubans were forced into the fields to increase the country's sugar harvest. 
To many, Los Van Van represents the continued repression by that government. To them, the fact that the band is allowed to travel and others are not is the evidence of its favored status. Whether this makes uh, it the official communist band of Fidel Castro, as Miami Mayor Joe Carroyo has said, is debatable, but it's pointless to argue that a Los Van Van concert scheduled in Miami is something less than a political event. The protesters, most of whom restrained themselves from the rock and bottle throwing, had every right to protest. It's their position which steps on the rights of the band to perform and their fans to attend that is dead wrong. There we finally, after all of the window dressing, they finally got around to saying the right thing. Miami officials were also wrong to cave into pressure from powerful exiles and block Los Van Van from playing in the city-owned James L. Knight Center. Once that was done, however, it became impossible for anyone who attended the concert to avoid making a statement in the process. That statement, which applies to both sides, is about the First Amendment and the rights of all parties to be heard. It wasn't Viva Fidel, but it wasn't Let's Dance either. Very lukewarm. He had one paragraph in there that made sense. Because it isn't anybody's right to go there and intimidate people and spit at them and throw rocks and bottles at them and endanger their safety. That's not part of the Constitution, and you assholes at the Sun Sentinel know that. But you got to try. Maybe that's what that guy was talking about. got to balance it out a little bit. Very simple. The First Amendment doesn't apply in Dade County, Florida. Very, very simple. Does not apply. And I don't give a crap whose goddamn band they were. If they were. How come when they went to all these other cities, including Toronto, there was no protest, there was no hysteria, there was no political statement being made. They just went and played dance music. And a bunch of people went, and they had a good time, and that was the end of that. And they didn't all of a sudden start become card-carrying communists the next day. How do you know? That we know of, yeah. Oh, they did? This fall on CBS, meet a small-town priest who speaks the Word of God and adds a few choice words of his own. It's Father Tourette's Mysteries. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join together this f***ing damn sucking little sucker mother in holy matrimony. Father Tourette's Mysteries, a new kind of family drama from the producers of Chicago Hopeless, and NYPD Blue Balls. Hey, boy, oh, you f***ing slut. Oh, you little four-bag monger, you f***ing bastard, you. Sunday, this fall, spend an hour with Father Tourette right after an all-new season of Touchdown There by an Angel, only on CBS. It's on 15 at 560 WQAM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Getting a lot of really brilliant commentary on this Los Van Van thing, by the way. Like that phony bulldog that called yesterday about her and her lesbian lover that went there so they could get jiggy with it. What'd she say that about 16 times? And I still hate Will Smith, okay? You could say it 400 times. In fact, each time you say it, I hate him a little bit more. They were getting jiggy with it with their 8,200 dildos. Of course, the obvious implication being, and then of course she has to throw in the, you know, the shot. Oh, well, of course, uh, they're very big in a gay community. I've never heard anybody in a gay community who knows Los Van Van. And of course, if they're a Cuban group, isn't that redundant anyway? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. See, this is the way it works. Music groups, art people—they come and they perform. They they show their art show. They 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 play their music. And if you want to go and pay to see it, go ahead. If you don't, stay the hell home. Go play Parcheesi. Go play dominoes in a park. Do something else. That's how it works. If you don't like it, don't go. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hi Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. I cut the things. I'm I'm tired up today, buddy. This uh, OJ, we need that 911 because he only has three numbers. And re- regarding the Lombard, the, the, the protest, 
every place I've ever the been. Lombata? Yeah. The Lombata? Yeah, the Lombata, right. Bamba? Yeah, every place I've ever been, um, the white supremacist, they've got to get a permit to protest. Um, most groups, if you're going to protest, you, you need some type of permit. The only place Correct. you don't need one is the Metro Dade. That's Miami, right. You're not not Miami, only not Florida. only, don't you, need, not only not, don't you need a permit to protest, you don't need a permit to go out and block the highway if you're exactly. pissed off. Your reason that is, you know, is because you're not in the United States down here. You're in this you're like you always say you're in a banana boat republic. Absolutely correct, sir. And I've I've had I tell you what, I put a force I have a really nice house in the bay. I've got the four sale sign up and I'm out of here. I don't know where I'm going, I'm going, pal. Okay. I good just luck hope to we can get you one in that. We'll see you. We'll pack your sandwich, okay. Okay, 4,200 open lines here today. It looked like we were going to have a show there in the beginning. Now I have my doubts. Now I have a feeling that we're going to be here 98 degrees for four and a half hours. 5670560. Oh, Sounds good to me, by the way. And pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. As usual, all of these things happen in our midst, and uh, these people have got nothing to say about it. And we get and we get calls like the guy, do I believe in the yin and the yang and the in and the out, and uh, we're going to have a goddamn big earthquake in California December 22nd. Talk about a guy who's been reading too many goddamn tabloids. Here's Miramar. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I want to ask you, well, based on what I asked him, I'll tell you something. You know, these Cubans that were down here at the Los Von Von uh, uh, concert. Yes. You know, the hypocrisy of these illegal aliens is the only thing you can say. You know, majority of them are on the first plane back to Cuba the, the second day that they get here off of a raft. And the first thing they're doing is taking money back to Cuba to their relatives in, in dollars, and what they're doing with it is that they're spending it in stores that are operated by the Cuban government, mm -hmm. and the only... Communists. And absolutely. So they're talking about supporting Castro. The biggest supporters of Castro in Miami are the Cuban exile community, right. because they're sending money back to Cuba hand over fifth. Mm -hmm. and, and lying about it, pretending not oh, to... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you go down there, you go to the airport any any morning... There's a thousand people trying to get on an airplane to go through Mexico, to go through the Bahamas, mm -hmm. to go any way they can right. to take money back to their family. Mm -hmm. And who spends the money in Cuba? And where does the money go? It goes to Castro. Correct. These are the biggest hypocrites that walk the face of the earth. Absolutely correct, sir. You know, and what they would do, they would say, oh, no, not me, not me. But you go anywhere in the Cuban community and you can find a thousand people that are going to Cuba Take this hundred dollars to my family. Mm -hmm. Take this thousand dollars to my family. Right? Why? Oh, I don't want my family to go hungry. Mm -hmm. The hell with them. Well, that's don't do as I do, do as I say. That's well, you know, the If it wasn't for the illegal votes that they they're doing, the first thing they do is they get off the boat. They go down. They get their little green card or whatever it is from immigration. They go down to Metro Dade. They raise their right hand. I'm a citizen. They get a voting card. Yeah. And how do you think Ileana Ross? And all these other politicians in, Cuba, in Miami get elected. Yeah. Because there's no restrictions. Oh, you know, in, in Florida, the only thing you have to do is raise your right hand and swear that you're a citizen. Okay. Have a great day, pal. Once you get to the third time. But he's got a good point. He's right on target, baby. Let's just, it's like the Catholic Church. It's a numbers game. Let's just keep bringing in all these goddamn people. Poof, you're a citizen and uh, vote for me. I never stole a freight train. Oh, and by the way, speaking of vote for me, I never stole a freight train. Guess who's looking like a major jackass again on national news? Not Mayor Pinga, huh? Uh -huh. Did you see that last night on the CBS Evening News? About the deal about all these different cities that are trying taking the guns from the law enforcement agencies and uh, peddling them uh, to make sure that they don't wind up in the hands of the public? 
peddling them to other law enforcement agencies. But come to find out that Mayor Pinga here in Dade County made a contract with a uh, with a firm that is putting them in the hands of individuals all over uh, this hemisphere. And they brought the list to Mayor Pinga, who sat there and he went, but me, but boo, but I didn't know, I, I didn't know nothing. And they made him and this town again look like a bunch of total incompetence and jackasses. Right there on the CBS Evening News in front of millions and millions of people again last night while he sat there looking at the list and uh, going yeah. like that. Oh, we didn't know nothing. We thought they were doing the right thing. Well, guess what? They weren't. Oh, just beautiful. Mayor, I'm going to tell you one thing. Mayor Pinga, you're perfect. Few people I could say that about, but you're a perfect asshole. Everything you do turns to pure instant <laughs> crap including that American Airlines arena down there that you slipped us the Mickey on. And, by the way, nobody wants to go pay tickets to go there. Nice going. Nice job. Here's a mobile in West Palm. Hello. Mobile in West Palm Beach. Yeah. There's something, this is Cal. There's something that I'd like to know. How about all these sports arenas here? You know, so I, let me ask you something. Is somebody squeezing your bag now or what? You're making vibrating sounds, okay? Go empty it out and call us back maybe someday. Not soon. And this is uh, uh, I'd like to know. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, hi. Um, I just have a comment um regards to the Cubans and the riots. Um, does anybody say to the what? Um, I mean the protests that we're having when the, the Cubans down here. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of. People, I mean, Iraqis from Saudi Arabia, somewhere around there. From we Saudi people, Arabia? Yeah, we, we have people from troubled lands. We don't come up here and, and fight our government. That's like thousands of miles. I don't even care if it's 90 miles away. If you want to fight um, Castro, go to Cuba and fight Castro. Don't come here and display your nonchalant attitude and make a total ass out of all themselves. I, I can tell you how much and everybody hates the Cubans around here. Yeah. It's not Cuba. You hate, you hate the Cubans? I, I'm not as for the people, but the behavior is like terrible. Well, you, just said everybody, you just said everybody hates the Cubans. I mean, I, I, my job, that was all we all talked about yesterday. Why would they want to do that? Well, how, come, how come you're not responding? Am I, are you having trouble hearing me, sir? Did you? I'm asking the question. Do you hate the Cubans? Do you hate all Cuban people? Not really. Then why did you just say that? You said everybody hates the Cubans. You just got through saying that. No, the way they behave, the yeah. way they behave, tearing down stuff. Closing road. Right. Want to prove that, oh, they hate this man so much. Yeah. Why don't you go up there and let him know you hate him so much? Well, maybe, Why we ought ought him, maybe you had it right in the beginning. We ought to send him to Saudi Arabia. That might solve the problem. Yeah. Okay, thank you. There you go. There's a good caller. Had it right on the nose. Oh! Just send all these disgruntled Cubans to Saudi Arabia. That'll straighten their ass. Stick them in the goddamn desert and don't give them a map like Frankie Panky said. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I think we're finally starting to get warm now. Here's Miami. Hello. Lord Neely. Yes, sir. Why do you do this to me, Neely? What can I do for you, sir? Have you got a, a comment or is this uh, your material? No, sir. I apologize. Uh, I have a question for you. How many protesters were there at this thing? How many protesters? Thousands. Yeah, Two, how many people are And how many Cubans are in Miami? Two million. Okay, I'm so the other... Two million, Whatever it is. Well, two million, almost two million Hispanics, 1.2 Cubans, yeah. Uh, I got a question. What do people like George and I do? I mean, because 3,000 people, 4,000 people 
show up, and for some reason I'm being labeled here. I, I, but you know, so every so race, how many, how many times, sir? How many times, including as recently as yesterday, do I get on the air and I say the reason that this stereotype exists? is because the rest of you people have nothing to say. You don't denounce it. You what, don't... what do you want? I am denouncing it, sir. I'm Good so for you. It because first off, I, I guarantee you, most of us aren't like that. So where the <laughs> hell are you? Are you in hiding? Is the only no, thing you can no, do when you call Neil. a talk show is say, Maricon, Maricon, and that's your idea of hey, a Neil. call to a talk show? No, no, no. I, I didn't say Maricon. Well, that's, I would say 90% of the Cuban calls I get, that's their material. Maricon, no matter what the issue is, we could have nuclear weapons dropping, and they still would call the show Maricon, and that's, that's their idea of a phone but, call. But I'm not That's doing their that. idea of being involved in this community. No, but I understand. But let me ask you a question. When you have a gay pride parade, and some of those people embarrass you, what yeah. do you do? What do you do? do you what do I do? I don't go. I decry them. I go on the well, internet. They're acting I, like a bunch of fruitcakes. That's what I okay. do. Okay, I, I am denouncing it, and I am announcing that those guys are a bunch of fruitcakes, just like you are saying. Nice uh, job, sir. Excellent. No, it's, it's crap. By the way, I went to Columbus, and Jesus Christ, those brothers are... Anyway. Okay. Have a good one. And uh, watch out for them. Don't uh, drop the soap. He went to Columbus High, and he survived it. Let's hear it for that guy. Oh. There's one Cuban. Okay, finally we got one. I even went out of my way yesterday to ask for all the rest of these people. They won't call. They won't call. They won't have a conversation. Maybe maybe if we had a voice scrambler, they might call. Are they a bunch of pussies? Is that the problem? Uh -huh. They're afraid somebody's going to recognize their voice? I mean, I realize we got government by intimidation. We have life by intimidation in Dade County. But are you that intimidated? You're afraid to speak out against this crap that never seems to stop? That you suffer just like the guy before said about, oh, all these people hate Cubans. Well, they think they hate Cubans. What they really hate is this kind of behavior. They can't stand it. They can't stomach it. We're tired of it. We're puking from it. We're nauseous from it already. Enough of the goddamn fascism. 1126 at QAM. <laughs> In theaters now, from the producer of The Sixth Sense, it's The Seventh Sense. I smell old people. Oh, me too. They smell like Bengay. No, like mothballs. They smell like albacore. No, like floor polish. The Seventh Sense. No, like an albacore stuffed with mothballs. <laughs> Showing now. It's 1131 at 560 WQM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And by the way, the three little Julios that have their circle jerk on their shoe every day, George has already promised that if uh, we ever get a hold of you again, he'll take care of each and every one. Of course, I told him I'd probably beat him to it. Not necessarily in the same way. Well, listen, they need something to keep them occupied. They need something, uh, they got time on their hands or something. Here's Cutler Ridge, something that rhymes with time. Cutler Ridge, hello. Cutler Ridge. Long gone. Okay, here's Hollywood. Hello. Hollywood. Yeah, Dave. Is this Neil? Hello? Sir, are you in Hollywood? Yeah, I'm in Hollywood, How Neil. come then when I said Hollywood, there's like this long... What is... Am I like on the retardo lines now or what? What's the problem, sir? Listen, Neil, you know... Let's go to talk... Hollywood. Hello? Yes. Yes, you're always talking about the handle, like where they get things wrong. Hello? I'm listening to you, sir. Well, how about this for the butte? The lotto numbers in the Spanish edition are different from the English edition. The what? The lotto numbers. Last week's lotto numbers. The lotto numbers, numbers are different okay, from listen, the Spanish. Okay, listen, call us another day. I'd like to speak to somebody today, one, just one, who can speak English. I can't understand a frickin' word that any of these people are saying today. Do we have anybody in this goddamn godforsaken part of the world that speaks English? No. 
Just like I bring up the thing yesterday about the, this horrendous thing we do in America with black people. It's a crime. It's one of the worst parts of the racist society that we live in is the social promotion for young black kids who speak bubonics, who can't speak proper English to make sure that they can't compete with white folks in a goddamn marketplace. To make sure that they can't get ahead. They can get ahead, but they can't get ahead. We haven't got anybody in this goddamn town who can. I'm not talking about you don't have to be born and raised here. You don't have to be, God forbid, but at least be able to articulate so we can understand what the hell you're saying. Speak in a language. The Lutu. The, uh, these people all sound like they got a corn cob in there. Rectum. What the hell is it with these goddamn people? Are they crazy or what? Uh -huh. The Lutu numbers. They have the Lutu numbers. You wonder why people can't get along in this goddamn town? How can they even understand each other? It's got nothing to do with language. It's just got to do with being articulate. It's like that crap that passes for Spanish in Dade County. Even in Mexico, they laugh at the people here with the crap that they speak. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. This is a Cuban. I can't speak English. Um, I have one comment about the Los Van Van. Um, I'm Cuban. And I'm just as embarrassed as everybody else. Well, where the hell are all your where are all your other people out there? Why are they so quiet? Why is it that every time something like this happens, I have to get a goddamn mental hernia to get any of you people to call and say we don't believe in this? We're we're embarrassed and humiliated and disgusted and tired of it. Because the older Cubans are going to do whatever they want either way, and just us Cubans, we have no say. So I'm, I just so, so in other words, you're saying that everybody else just gives up? Um, hey, there sure is no shortage. Uh, they get on those Spanish language radio stations, as you know, 24 hours a day. Ba, 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 ba. It never stops. And the rest of you people who are the majority, obviously, you just uh, let them run your goddamn uh, reputation in the ground. You don't care. All right, Neil. Well, I just want to say that. And okay. You're the best. Thank you. See, they're a bunch of pussies is what it is. They run. He's running. Thank you, sir. I love you. God bless you. And I'll pray for you and all of that stuff. But you're all a bunch of pussies. See, this is one of the greatest mysteries of all time. I was thinking this the other day. It's like with the Marlin thing. Oh, well, well, Alex Fernandez pitches, and they got these other Hispanic players. The Cubans are going to come out, and it never happened. Never happened. It never will happen. What is it? I'm not talking about the old Cubans who are busy protesting and blocking the streets and playing in Domino Park. What is it that these other million Cubans or 800,000 in Dade County, what is it that they do? What is it that they support? Where is it that they go? What is it that they're all about? You know what I'm saying? Do they go, do they support any of the sporting? I mean, there's a few, you know, Dolphin games. We got maybe six Hispanics at the Panther game. There are 14 of them at the Heat game. That's it. Three at the Marlin game and uh, two Anglos. They like the Dolphins. Remember Chula? Oh, yeah, Chula, Chula. He's related to the Chupacabra, Chula. No, that's Chucha you're thinking of, not Chula. You got it backwards. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Um, if O.J.'s girlfriend gets butchered, she's asking for it. I can't stand him. Yeah. And well, how about how now? You notice the last blonde, the one that he was going with before, the one that Nicole looked alike. Yeah. She had told him to get lost. Finally, Is that her right? family had a nervous breakdown because of all the cocaine that allegedly was going on, right. and because they were afraid for her life. And they said, "Get the hell away from that murdering piece of crap." And she did. What about this one? I don't know. It's her brains. Exactly. Well, I think we know where her brains are. Probably in her rectum. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Pray man. for her. Pray for her, sweetheart. Yeah. Say a bracha. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. Happy circus. Bye bye. 
Five six. She's very concerned about the, what's her name. What is her name? Um, her name is uh, twenty six year old Christine Prody. We're, let's all say a prayer for Christine, okay? Because once OJ starts on that nine one one, something comes from his house with these, uh, and the couple was arguing in the background. Like I said at the beginning of the show today, sounds awfully familiar, man. It sounds has that familiar ring and smell to it. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Going once. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm in Miami. I'm a Cuban. Yes, sir. These people are embarrassed the hell out of me. Uh-huh. They should uh, just make a giant wrap, put them back in a wrap, and send them all back. I think that what you people ought to be doing, sir, and I really mean this, is call up those Spanish language radio stations too. I don't know how long they'll leave you on the air, and let them know that those the handful of these misfits aren't—they're not speaking for you guys. I think that's a good idea, but but you know they're just a bunch of old farts anyway. So, in a couple of years, we won't have to deal with them anyway. Oh, uh, we're praying. Okay, have okay. a good one. Okay, that's the key or meet us. Okay, see, it's kind of like, you know, it's just, well, it's just a matter of time. But in the meantime, everybody hates each other because of it, and everybody's all bent out of shape, and the town continues looking like a banana republic, which it is. And people and people I respect tremendously, we don't always agree, but people I respect tremendously, like the Mad Dog, even get upset about it. Only in the banana republic, baby. Only in Miami. Oh, by the way, I noticed that line four doesn't... <laughs> God, I love that. Don't you just love that? So did the people at Bell South fix line four? No. No. I Because I noticed it hasn't uh, rung, rang, ringed, ring-a-ding-ding, one time all day. Oh, I love it. Like a slide whistle. Yeah. It must be Zomfear. Or is it Bill Zimfart? That's who it is. It's on here. <laughs> and it's skin blue. Oh, I love it. I'm going to keep going back to that. Ooh. Woo. I'm starting to get goosebumps. I'm getting chills from that, baby. As once again, of course, they're at budget meetings today. They just keep evading and evading and stalling and stalling and waiting and dicking around and dicking around. We got a program director. If, the, if a pigeon takes a dump outside the window, he starts crying like a girl, you know. Oh, Greg, it's a turd. It's a turd. This truly is an indescribable place. Even with my verbal linguistic ability, even I can't begin to communicate to this audience what a, what a, what a just crazy place this is. This is a crazy place with crazy, crazy people, as in... Oh, just a little one that time. I sing a low tone. I am a baritone. With me some notes cannot be found. But somehow I can't believe. They want me to do this. I know what I can reach, and this ain't gonna happen. Oh no. This dog's too high. Too high for me. There's so much yellow key. It's too high. 
someone kick me right back down in my taxi. Oh, it's too high. Too high for me. What'd you kick me for? Fourth week till noon at 560. WQM, we got Hank Goldberg at Cool City at 2. Boog Shabby, big, gigantic, monstrous, orange-haired Boog Shabby, 6 to 7. And 7 o'clock, the Panthers to play the Canadians in Montreal. Here is some shocking news, by the way. As I was scouring through my newspapers this morning on page 6B of the Herald. Here's a picture of Herman Cain, who looks very black to me. And it says, CEO of Godfather's Pizza to speak. How do you like that? A Schwarzer is the uh, CEO of Godfather's. Oh! See, I always say a lot of good things about my black friends, and there's one of them. Love you, Herman. Herman Cain, president and CEO of Godfather's Pizza, will be the featured speaker at the Urban League of Broward's annual Equal Opportunity Day Awards dinner, October 29. Cain, one of the nation's top motivational speakers, is immediate past president and CEO of the National Restaurant Association and president and CEO of a new company, Digital Restaurant Solutions. Now, I have a feeling, by the way, I could be wrong, but since it says he's one of the nation's most uh, important and most uh, whatever uh, motivational speakers, I have a feeling he do not be speaking bubonics. And I don't also understand what it is because it's spreading. Not only do we have young black people and older black people who grew up being illiterate speaking that way, but we also have some Hispanic people that I've encountered. I don't want to mention Dr. Mark's uh, receptionist from days gone by. She's long gone anyway. I don't think he's got a staff anymore, does he? No. no. But at any rate, uh, oh, I have to ask you a couple of questions. Ask you. And, and you see, you're going to try to tell me, oh, no, that's Puerto Ricans. Ricans. That's what you're going to say. That's Puerto Ricans. Yeah, see, I knew you were going to say that. How did I know you were going to say that? Because they're half black anyway. Unlike the Cubans who are 80% black? Or the, or the Cuban Schwarzer? Now, let me ask you, that's an interesting point. There are many black Cubans, which is fine. I mean, like most Von Von, they're all black. Right. Are there black Puerto Ricans? Sure. Lenny Martez. Oh. Well, see, you brought him up as an example. I thought you were going to tell me something uplifting, you know. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Oh, I hear that he's a Roy. personal trainer. I heard on some spot. Wouldn't it have been great if they could have found Nicole's body alive? I can't believe I just said that, but I did. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I got to agree with you with uh. Cuban spending so much money in Cuba. Um, I went there this summer. My parents are Cuban. I was born and raised here. Right. And uh, I see all these Cubans wearing Nikes, Tommy Hilfiger, sitting with computers in their house, satellite dishes. Uh huh. Um, they're spending a lot of money there. Um, but then again, I gotta agree. You know, with some people, their their family are really you know starving. Mm-hmm. But other families are doing just well. They have computers, VCRs, brand name uh, t- uh, TVs. Right. So. I don't know. Uh, it goes both ways, you know. That's I, what I hear. I hear most of them go both ways. That's what I heard. Yeah, mo- yeah, most of them, right? But anyways, Anil, um, I, the guy that was speaking a little while ago, um, he really doesn't know how Cuba is. Uh, you gotta actually live there and actually see it and okay. visit it, because uh, you, the tourist is perfect. Um, yeah. So, I know a lot of people are suffering. So, I agree with some people send money, but not all of them. Not a lot of them are suffering. Okay, amigo. 
All right. Have a good one, Neil. Okay. And watch out. Don't be wearing those Tommy Hilfiger's in public. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pom. What happened to the uh, overhead there? What happened to the uh, phone? Well, this phone is just all screwed up. Not only do we have lines that don't work properly, we got the connections all sound bad. They sound muddy. In fact, maybe all these people that I can't understand, maybe they're speaking perfect English. You think so? No. Maybe they're really articulate and very. Uh, no. No. I mean, how is it possible to advance? Let me say it again. When you can't speak proper English, how is it possible to be graduated from one class to the next when you can't even come close to speaking proper English? What kind of a system have we got that we encourage illiteracy and then we sit back and we privately chuckle and laugh? <laughs> Aha, look at that the illiterate Schwarzer over there, or whoever it might be, minority member. See, like I said, there's a lot of white people feel very comfortable in doing that because then they don't have to worry about too much real competition. See, instead of affirmative action, we should have had affirmative education. That's what we should have had. Instead of t taking people who weren't qualified for jobs and putting them in there strictly because we had a quota system and because they were a member of a certain minority, what we should have done was had affirmative education saying that it was absolutely mandatory to have the best teachers and the best education in places where they needed it the most. As opposed to the George W. and Jeb Bush mentality is, if you got a crappy school, we're going to punish you and penalize you for it. What a bunch of crap that is. Like they're fooling somebody. Here's a mobile in Cutler Ridge. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. You? Yes, I am. How are you? Okay. First of all, I love your uh, program. I am a Cuban, and I attended the concert on Saturday with my family. All right. And I, and I was hit. By a bowel in my face and a rock in my hand. My wife was almost hit, well hit because she protected herself with handbag, uh, and uh, she got splashed all Coca-Cola or whatever they do. But if it wasn't being because of the police, we would have been killed Saturday over there. Huh. We, we went by the Metro Rail. Right. And uh, when we went in, as we went in, and I came out for a break, I asked one of the women that were at the gate uh, with a little thing marking how many people came in. And I asked her, and I, she told me it's almost close to 3,000. Now, you've been in the arena because of the hockey. And let me tell you, Neil, the floor was packed. You uh -huh. could move in the floor dancing. Right. We were sitting in the areas where you usually sit for the hockey games. Uh -huh. And that place was loaded with people. Now, in the stage, the Bambans, they say they're coming back in December. Right. Regardless of what they say. They, even the, the, the leader says there are more people who like us that dislike us, so we will be here in December. Now, we know this woman, Ohania, because we've been in the starfish, and we ask her, we, she was there walking around, and we ask her, and she said, yeah, I'm bringing them back in December. Now, the people who start these problems right here is a guy by the name Garcia Fuste, who is in the La Cubanissima, right. w, Tomas, uh -huh. and a fellow by the name of Tamargo, Agustin Tamargo, and that asshole commissioner regalado. Now, all those people, because I speak Spanish naturally, who call that station are all foreigners without teeth, you know. You don't find a young Cuban-American or young calling that station, and they are the ones inciting the, the, the people to come and attack innocent people like us. So we went to see a concert. And you're, the, you're like the Backstreet Boys. That's your, that's your privilege. Right. Am I going to tell you not to go? Now, no one went to protest the movie. No one protested the, the movie that they were showing in the uh, night center. And no one protested when... That woman, Gloria Stefan, she can't sing anyway. She stinks. Correct. And, uh, now, I am she going blows. to organize a protest at the uh, arena for Christmas when they going to, when she's going to sing over there and for New Year's or whatever it is. But I'm telling you, I, will, I, I went with my family, five of us, 
and I have a list of 20 that if they come in December, we're going to go back over there. Because no one is going to tell me when to go or where to go and what to do and what All to do. All right. Excellent. This is my country. Okay, keep it up, amigo. Nice going. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, just wear some armor and uh, go over there and have a, you know, maybe that's why they call it the armory. We ought to change the name from the arena to the armory. you got to wear your armor when you go there, but you'll have a great time once you get inside alive. Yeah, see, this is good that they're coming back. See, some people think, oh, well, you know, they're going to do it so, but they're going to provoke this. They're coming back so soon. No, it's good that they're coming back so soon because there's a message here, and the message is that people like this guy and his family and the thousands of other people are not going to be intimidated by the same handful of misfits. I remember when they were blocking the streets off here months ago with, uh, you know, people washing up on shore crap, and they were all bent out of shape with the Coast Guard. And so they decided to inconvenience thousands and thousands of people because they didn't get their way. And they were out there doing that. And it was the same thing. It was a handful of people, a couple of thousand people in Hialeah and over there on the goddamn causeway. And the, the overwhelming, that 1.2 million you're talking about, where the hell were they? They didn't agree with this crap. And the stereotype that continues to be portrayed in this town is the stereotype of those people who make the noise and who are visible and on the goddamn media doing their same old tired, <laughs> crap trying to dictate who can come here, who can, like he says, you want to go to the arena to see the Backstreet Boys, you want to go see Pagliacci, you want to go see whatever the hell you want to see, go see it, okay? You want to go see Gloria Estefan, we may puke our guts out, but go better you than us. Go see it. That's the way it works, okay? And the same thing like with that art exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum in New York with Rudy Giuliani and his goddamn uh, fascist mentality. If people don't want to see it, if they're offended by it, then let them not go see it. The art critics, by and by the way, the whole thing about the elephant dung, it's that one thing, uh, one thing, that one little thing on that uh, whole mural there. I think what they're pissed off about is it's a black Virgin Mary. I think that's what they're bent out of shape about. That's what got them psychotic. It's a Schwarza Virgin Mary. That's what's got them crazy, all those Catholics. And Cardinal O'Connor, of course, he's really whipped out, uh, just psychotic about it. Of course, he ain't been in a good mood anyway since they blocked off the back entrance where they used to bring in all the altar boys for Cardinal Spellman. Used to have a special entrance in the rear, so to speak. Rectum. Yeah, they used to bring the altar boys right through that special entrance so they could uh, service Cardinal Spellman. Bunch of hypocritical faggots is what we're talking about. There's no fags in, in the church. And, they're, and they got this big outcry. That, that's the thing that's so great about the Catholic Church. You talk about your hypocrites. What a bunch of freaking hypocrites. Card, all these cardinals and a goddamn pope, all these professional faggots. And they're talking about, oh, this is immoral, and that's immoral, and this is obscene. Yeah, right. Of course, how many years ago was it when they discovered that the Catholic Church had the largest collection of pornography of any place in the world? And Al Goldstein was pretty jealous? That's just for research, mind you. Ah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like people in law enforcement, they got to, you know, check it out. The judge has got to take it all home and look at it. Show his friends. Hypocrites, phonies, make-believe. There's nothing wrong with our TV. Yes. Our program director is upset. I asked him what was so upsetting, but he ran outside. 
were PD. He was wondering why no one ever talked to me. He was failing and scheduling. Then he failed me. He'll get in his WQMO and Lou Christie was one of my favorites. Couldn't sing for crap, but I, you know, I just liked that, uh, maybe it was that sound. Maybe that was it. Didn't look too good. Anyway, we got our pizza loft appearance moved back a week. I want to keep mentioning that over and over again. Maybe we'll even get that information to our program director if he ever comes back from those important, uh, budget meetings. Tuesday, October 26th. That's the new day. Be sure and spread the word. Spread the something from 6 to 8 p.m. We had to move it back a week because we want to make sure that all our good stuff is in. We don't want to have any more, uh, you know, emergencies. We don't want to have any more uh, disappointed people. Tuesday, October 26, 6 to 8 p.m. at the world-famous Pizza Loft in Davie. Please spread the word around. Put it on billboards. Write it on tea room walls, etc. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Great. I got a couple comments. First of all, I got into a heated debate yesterday uh, with some classmates regarding what Ventura said and, and uh, the governor from New Mexico, he, how he wanted to legalize drugs. Yes, sir. I think it was a great idea. What, I think it was a great idea what both of them said, how uh, Ventura said the religion uh, is, is for the weak. And, and people, these guys got so... Granted, some of them were, some of them were Mormons from Utah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, but some... They got so... They got they so probably bit, ruffled their magic underwear. Yeah, they got so bent out of shape, Neil. And you know what? I told them, I go, you know, you guys have Jerry Falwell and all these people from the right, and, you know, we put up with what he has to say. We don't like it, but we don't go crazy. And these guys were going nuts, what Ventura said. Going and, nuts about what? You mean about the religion? Yeah, party? yeah. They, they, they said it was disgusting how he could say that. How he has no right. Oh, to... wait, wait, wait a minute. He has no right to say it. You see, once again, we got the problem. It's just like the old Cubans here. It's the same thing. As long as I agree with you, right. I got a right to say something. But as soon as I disagree with your opinion on whatever it is, then I have no right to say that. Well, that's what I told them. And I, I go, Cherry Fall. I can't. I, I listen to what he says because he's allowed to speak. We live in a we live in a so-called democracy, but. Uh, I listen to what he says. I don't agree with it. Another thing is, um, I wanted to comment on uh, Jimmy Johnson. Yes. He sh- after that, after what he did to Marino, he's an public, asshole. What, after what he did to Marino in public last week, he should be licking Demario's balls after the game he played. That's what I said yesterday. He should have been down on his balls and his ass. Right. And then, and then Ed Pope, by the way, who's never, never gotten a story right in his life, Ed Pope puts his column in the Herald this morning. Oh yeah, it was the, the psychology worked perfectly and really got down to play a great game. The psychology, let me say it again, they hate each other like poison. Yeah, Marino doesn't need to be wound up. He's, he's been in the league for 17 years. That's right. He doesn't, he doesn't need a motivational course from Jimmy, I got a bad haircut, Johnson. Alright, later, Neil. See ya. Or is it Jimmy, we got a... 
shot, Johnson. I forget. Yeah, some of the people in this town got his head so far up uh, Jimmy's ass. Uh, they'll never get it out, I don't think. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Jesse Ventura was right on target, and even and speaking of the governor of New Mexico, even in the article with the part that I read yesterday, he talks about him and his wife being in Amsterdam and about the way that they deal with a drug problem. And you know what? Basically, there isn't really a drug problem. And the heroin addicts and the people that need the uh, the clean needles, they they have a place way outside of town. They have buses where they take those people. And instead of treating it as a crime problem, let me say it again. Civilized countries deal with a drug situation as a health problem, not a crime problem. But it's a big, big industry in this country, the so-called war on drugs, the biggest farce that was ever put over on a bunch of really, really dumb people. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Let me ask you about that. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I mean, how? I see, I don't understand. A-S-K. Ask. Can you make that sound? Anybody that says to you, uh, let me ask you a question. Just say, can you make this sound? Ask. Ask. A-S-K. There's no X in X. I mean, I just use that as one example because people who can't speak proper English, there's zillions of words that they butcher, which make them inarticulate and embarrassing and illiterate and uh, not qualified really to do much in life, which is very sad. It's not, it's not a bigoted thing. I had one guy, that uh, dark-complected guy, called me from the beach yesterday, tell me about my hood and the clan and all. Hey, listen, you know, it, it, this is just what the establishment wants. If you're satisfied with being illiterate, well, I'm happy for you. Let me hold a pencil. Yeah, let me hold that. Let me hold that pencil. What? Say what? I ain't got none. Yeah, sup? Sup. And then people like Tommy here, who should be no better, who's as white as the fallen snow, who's a good guy, but nevertheless, he's trying, he's a white guy trying to be black. What up? What up? Sup? Sup. I thought that's the meal you had after lunch. Here's Homestead. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, um, I, I agree with the guy that called about, uh, about 30 minutes ago. Gloria Stephan sucks. Yeah, uh, definitely. She does. Well, that's that's not even debatable. We all know that. I know. We, we're not gonna get into that. But uh, I'm 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 a young Hispanic male. I listen to you all the time. I don't listen to the Spanish programs because I mean you will get bent out of shape listening to all these old. It'll all rot your mind listening to those crazy old. You just want to go out and shoot them, you know. But it, I don't want to do that. So I listen to you. You make a lot of sense. And a lot, I know a lot of young people, uh, young Cubans, and uh, they know that once this all four generations goes out. Everything is going to be different, you know. Yeah. It's going to change because they don't agree with this all fart mentality. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, in thirty years they'll die if they if they're thirty years. Out. Oh, we can't well, wait that long. Let's just hope just a little bit. Let's, let's just hope that their age moves off and they die in ten or five. And in closing, Neil, you and and George Carlin are God. Okay, God bless you, and F us all. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. So let me ask you this. No, no, see, let me ask you about uh, A-S-K. It's our word for the day, A-S-K. Ask, ask, ask. Can I ask you not to ever say ax again? Don't say ax unless you talk, you'd be talking about O-J, okay? And we do not be talking. We be talking? No, we are... I'm serious. We have to conduct a class right here on the air. Let's get all the uh, illiterate people in this town together. White, black... Puerto Rican, oh, I'm sorry. 
And during the break, George is making all these anti-Puerto Rican comments. I'm embarrassed for you. Well, I love the Puerto Rican. Uh, no, you do not. What color they have? Yeah, opinion. right. Now, you'll be next thing, just like the Jews, you'll be calling them sand niggers, something like that. Oh, they're very uh, nice. Niggers. They're what? I'm because I just as an example, I mentioned uh, you know Ricky Martin. He said, "Oh, he's a brown knee hound." That's what he said. No, that's what I said. The last part. Beware of exploding balls. Ray Whitney has a pair. My dad knocked me off. He raped me when he had me up. When I was killed by I was killed by my daddy. My dad knocked me off. I was a Second, I know CNN and they're starting to hyperventilate because the grand jury may come up with a report and you know damn well it's going to be. Mommy. Oh, I think it could be Mommy Dearest. And, of course, he'll be involved, too, because he's involved in the cover-up. But we're waiting. We're holding our collective breaths. It's only been a couple of years. What's the big hurry, right? So they have a piece on CNN right now talking about crazy religious people. They just finished with a lengthy piece about Alabama and the uh, battle for a state lottery in Alabama. This will make you feel better about Florida, even though it's a bad deal and it's a big ripoff, but nevertheless, maybe about five bucks a year goes to education, three bucks. So Alabama, they got it on a ballot there. The governor got it on a ballot, yes or no, on an Alabama state lottery, and the religionists are having a nervous breakdown. They're speaking in tongues. They're tonguing each other, like that. Oh, and the Bible says getting something for nothing is uh, against the work ethic, and blah, 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 me, 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 unless, of course, it's church bingo. Oh my God! You know it's 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 a hopeless cause. This really, the Jesse Ventura is so right on target. You know, I mean, these people are entitled to their stupidity and their ignorance, but don't try to force it on everybody else. That's the bottom line: freedom of religion, but most importantly, freedom from religion. That's the most important goddamn thing, and we just don't get enough of that. We're not getting enough. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Hey, uh, I, I tuned in a little bit late, but I don't know if anyone mentioned this about that article in the Herald about O.J. Oh, yeah. I, I only did an hour on it, yeah. I, oh, I know. I'm sorry. What I mean is the part where uh, it said the officers that went out there, that they found no sign of a crime, so they gave uh, domestic violence Yes, sir. They left him with a pamphlet on domestic violence, yes. Yeah. How long do you think it took that thing to hit the trash, huh? They probably weren't even out of the driveway. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's all I got. Embarrassing. Now, did you get the uh, the Herald the the one the date edition? Oh no, you get the Broward edition. You're yeah. free, you're gonna the date edition has got it not on the front page of the front section like we did in Broward, but in the Miami section a full color picture again. The entire picture with Sam Duque and Roy Foster and the uh, coke snorting Pedro Guerrero and the uh, OJ and his bitch. And that's the girl next to him, huh? That's correct. Well, you never know what you're looking at. Okay. All right. Thanks. See ya. That's Christy Prody right there, okay? And, of course, he says, well, it had nothing to do with me or my girlfriend. It was uh, somebody else. Why? Well, what you be speaking, O.J.? What language you be speaking, man? 
He he's on tape there. You got it on tape, sweetheart. It's right on the 911 tape. Did you forget that already? I know it affects your memory, you know. That stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. But now all of a sudden it had nothing to do with him and it was somebody else they were trying to help. And maybe Roy knows what it's all about. Here's Sonny Isles. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question. I can't even say that. Axe. Come on, Axe. I can't even do it. Just think of OJ and say Axe. Axe. Hey, speaking of OJ, hey, he's trying to turn his life around. I saw him on Howard Stern the other night trying yeah. to make a citizen's arrest. You know, he's, he's just trying to be responsible now. Uh-huh. Hey, one more thing. On the golf course, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly where it was. Let me ask you one oh, more thing. Let me ask you one more thing. Yes, sir. I'll ask you one more thing. Um, when you pay taxes, if you have kids, do you have to pay a, do you get a tax break or do you have to pay more taxes? You get a tax break, of course. Well, they should. They're dependents. That's ridiculous. They should have to pay more, don't you think? Absolutely. In fact, that's an excellent point. Just like the Chinese do, I think you should have to pay like $100,000 for each kid after like the first two. Because I ain't got any kids. Okay. All right, buddy. I'll be, I'll no be seeing you. Later. No, no, seriously, that's a good way to stop this overpopulation, at least a good way to start. Six billion goddamn people. I read that article the other day, yesterday. Get any response on it? No. No, six billion goddamn people. And, of course, like I've told you a million times before, the people who are making the most babies are the ones who can afford to do it the least. Oh, and how about that uh, 18-year-old girl, by the way, who allegedly drowned her uh, little girl in the bathtub? Did you see when they had her before the judge and she was smiling and laughing and kind of tittering, if I can say that? We needed Joe Pesci to be there saying, does something amuse you here? Yeah, bitch. There's a dead baby involved here, okay, that drowned, dead, deader than crap. Something amusing about that? And she's like, eh. Forced sterilization. Just keep thinking it. Just keep saying it. Write it on restroom walls everywhere you go. Every tea room in America. Write those two words. Instead of drawing pictures of genitals, just write forced sterilization. F.S. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I didn't live here back then, but I'm just uh, um, curious as how the Cuban community reacted when the movie Scarface came out. Because that's pretty derogatory, don't you think, to the Cuban folks? Scarface is derogatory? I didn't even see the movie. I remember uh, seeing scenes from it, but I never got through the whole thing. It's a negative stereotype the way that Godfather is. Uh, yeah, so what's wrong with that? It was a funny movie. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it was about as funny as the Holocaust. Uh, Rocky was in there, so how bad could it have been in Al Pacino? But there was no none of the hardline Cubaners jumped up and down or anything. I don't know. It was in English. They probably didn't go. Oh, that's right. They couldn't understand it. Oh, see. Adios. Uh, see ya. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Yeah, my buddy uh, Rocky. Uh, I don't even know his name. Bauer. What's his name? Stephen Bauer. Bauer. Rocky Echeverry. I know Rocky Echeverry. I just got through saying it. If he would be listening to me instead of coming what? up with all this filthy stuff. That looks like some kind of a lizard. Here's a homestead. Hello. That's what Rocky said. Homestead. Are they like retarded in homestead? Is that the problem? I guess they're retarded. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, I have two issues to talk about. The first one is I really uh, support you 100% with what you read yesterday about uh, Jesse Ventura, mm-hmm. 100%. How come I haven't had 10,000 calls about that saying, where are these goddamn deadheads? What, what he says yesterday, what, what you just read over, over the air yesterday was genuine, and that's what all about the democratic society. This is a democratic country. You can say whatever you want and everything else. 
The oh. second issue which I really want to talk about is yes, the Cuban issue. The Cuban issue, I would love from the Cubans just to go down to Havana and resist what they don't want from Castro being in, in the government. Why, why do they resist in South Miami? What the hell are they going to do in South Miami? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just go in there? Well, see, the you know, they've been, they've been pampered by the politicians here, so they know they can basically get away with anything they want to do here, and their exactly. aberrant behavior will be tolerated and even encouraged here in the media. And so as a result, they continue doing it over and over again because they're pampered like a bunch of spoiled little brats. Exactly. Exactly. This is the second thing, and I wish, I wish they can, instead of running away with both, I think you, they should stay there and resist. And they get what what they wanted to do. The third issue is yes, sir. Dan Marino issue, which I would I would love to see Dan Marino uh, treated much better from Jimmy Johnson, and I think he's doing the best he can do. And also, it's not it's not Dan Marino's fault. It's the whole offensive team. They never have a game plan. They always come and sack him. They They're still have no running game. I mean, Cecil Collins had one long run for a touchdown. Other than that, they have absolutely no running game. And I wonder if anybody saw the Jets' pathetic performance against Jacksonville with their big six points last night, if anybody would have liked to have had Rick Myra as quarterback instead of Dan Marino the last couple of weeks. Exactly, and they don't have any counter plan. Whenever they come and sack him, the, the Dolphin has a big reputation right now. That's it's a strong team. And every time they play, with the, with the, with the, every time they play the, you can't sense the players, they just want to eat them up because they know that Miami is strong. Well, I tell you what, how come that offensive, they don't have any counter plan. Whenever they, he got sacked the past two games, more than the whole year last year. Right. And they don't come up with counter plan. And, and by the way, nobody mentions the fact that on the third down play, before he threw that great pass to Gadsden on fourth and ten, on the third down play, he got his clock clean. They That's nailed him. It looked like he wasn't even going to get up. There was a long delay. He comes back up. They run a fourth down play. He throws the long bomb, and then he throws the touchdown pass. Exactly. Nobody That's even mentions so that, that he hung right in there and uh, made the great play. And yeah. God bless you, sir, and I'll pray for you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Yeah, let's give Jimmy Rick Meyer for a couple of games and see how he likes that. Be on his hands and knees crying for Danny back. Oh gee, please come back. All is forgiven, even though we hate each other like poison. Why is it the sports nerds can't tell you the truth? Why is it they have to sugarcoat everything? I guess they must figure that the sports nerd listeners all must be a bunch of emotional cripples yes. and maybe have a good point. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil, how are you? Yes, sir. Uh, let me ask. Let me ask you something. Is uh, George your bugarrón? Is that your best material, sir? He is your bugarrón. Is, that, is right? that your grade A material? George is a clear, just like you are. Uh -huh, okay, thank you. No, he's not. You are though, because it sounds to me like you're one of those bugarrón. I could hear the way your tongue was rolling. A lot of experience. Five six seven oh five sixty. See, then there you go. Like I said, see, this guy tried to vary it a little bit. We didn't get maricón. We got bugarrón, which I do like the word a lot better, though. Thank you. Let's go to Coconut Creek. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, long time listener, fellow atheist. How you doing? All right. Um, forget all the protests about the Cubans and everybody else. I got something to protest. My grandfather, eighty-five year old man. Just renewed his driver's license by mail for seven years. Boy, seven years now. Seven years. Oh, eighty-five oh, years old. Not too bad. Uh huh. Not too bad. That's it. Out of material. <laughs> Thank you. Screw the dolphin. Okay. <laughs> I'm choked up about that. Only in Florida, baby. Only in the gay, a gray uh, Panther state, where all the uh, people over the age of a hundred run the whole goddamn show. If you're a hundred years old, we'll send you a renewal in the mail for 20, 30 years. 
you're deaf, you're blind, you can't, you know, can't move. But uh, why confuse the issue, huh? Don't ask too many questions. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Hank will be on from Cool City today, two o'clock. Bookster at six, and we got the Panthers at Montreal tonight. Yeah, Matt Sundin fractured ankle out for six weeks. Leafs looked really, really bad last night at home against Nashville. That's okay, isn't it? No, we'll come back, won't we? No. Oh. WQM. Thanks to Steve by the Sawgrass, by the way, for faxing me a very interesting article here by Roger Ebert. Artistic fray swirls in Brooklyn. He says, two images of the Virgin Mary came my way last week. Both of them caused me to think about their messages, which is the purpose of holy images. One was a medal attached to a holy card from the shrine in Bosnia, where more than 30 million faithful have journeyed to worship since it is said the Virgin appeared there in 1981 to three children. Maybe on a Totino's Pizza. The other is a reproduction of the portrait by the African artist Chris Ophelia, the Holy Virgin Mary, which has made New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani so unhappy. The holy card shows a young woman of movie star beauty dressed in flowing robes of blue and white, her alabaster skin set off by subtle but perfect makeup. The painting is now hanging in the Brooklyn Museum of Art, showing an African woman in a tribal gown. Giuliani was offended by two aspects of the painting. It incorporates small areas of elephant dung and pornographic images of bare buttocks around her. Since the only, this is the only information about the painting that's been communicated by the mainstream news media, I was startled to read an article in Salon Magazine informing me that, that number one, Chris Ophelia, the artist, is a practicing Catholic, and number two, the leavings of elephants are revered in some old tribal customs 
as a gift from the most respected jungle beast. To incorporate them into a painting adds worth to the paintings in the same way that one might use gold gilt in mixing a paint. Ophelia was following a tradition that is centuries old. Three, the bare buttocks are intended to remind us of the clouds of plump little bare-bottomed cherubs that float in the air around countless Renaissance paintings of the Virgin. When I mentioned the Brooklyn painting in an article last week, a correspondent sarcastically said he was waiting for the artist to produce a painting of Martin Luther King Jr. in elephant dung. But I've got him there, according to the same useful article in Salon by Daniel Kunitz, another painting by Chris Ophelia titled Aphroditea contains a number of elephant dung clumps on which the names of black heroes like Miles Davis, Cassius Clay, and Shaft are inscribed. It's unlikely, Kunitz concludes, that this painting is intended as an attack on African-American heroes. How do you like that, huh? So let them have elephant dung. It's a sign of respect. That's right. But don't don't confuse Rudy Giuliani, you know. He's he's posturing like all right-wing phonies, like all little dictators, he's posturing. Here's a pig report in Cooper City. Yeah, Neil, there are south of Griffin Road right about 55th Street, two of them on a motorcycle, one of them in a car in the southbound lane, right in plenty of business, too. All right. Uh, O.J., I'm the guy behind the grassy knoll on the 18th hole. Have a great day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh! Woo! The grassy knoll at the 18th hole. Better be looking out, O.J. I don't think you're going to find too many friendly folks down here, O.J. The Kendall might not be uh, your neck of the woods, if you catch my drift, okay? Might not be a place where you're going to find too many people welcome you. What is that uh, place there in Kendall? In West Kendall, it's, uh, where is it? The hammocks. Oh, the hammocks. I know exactly where that is. I just mentioned that in passing. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Okay. Second time caller. Uh, basically, I'm uh, come from Cuban descent, and uh, I think that I agree with you. You know, there's basically no pulse in the argument that goes on on a daily basis in these Spanish radio stations. You know, it's pretty lifeless. And uh, I think you could uh, tell from, you know, their you know their callers, they're old, you know. Mm-hmm. Old people that eventually are going to, you know, surpass and pass away. And uh, basically you've got a young group of Cubans coming in. I mean, who sits next to you on a daily basis? I believe he's half Cuban, isn't he? Who sits next to me? Yeah. Across who answers your phone or, I don't know, I don't sit in your office. Across, I'm way across. I mean, Way, way across. Down. I right. mean, and he fills in at times, right? Right. So I think, you know, for the young Cuban community, she shows a... Form of progression for a so, young. So, are you, are you saying that George is representative of the young Cuban community? Not a representative, no. but he is a representative of the. Either. Well, I don't know what you are. I mean, half, half Hispanic or half whatever. I mean, all Cuban. You know, I think that you got a lot of young Hispanics that are trying to progress in this town. You right. Know? We're not sitting in front of the Miami Arena throwing cans and crap at people and looking like a bunch of idiots. Right. I mean, and. Day of tomorrow, I mean, you guys are going to have to deal with it. It was part of history in Miami. You got a bunch of Cubans that came in here during the 90s and created havoc and just deal with it for the time being. I mean, it's going to be history, so pretty much is what I have to say. Okay, thanks. All right, thank you. Arrivederci. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I have to beg, I have to plead, I have to squeeze. But every now and then when something like this happens, I'll get a few guys like him. We've had about four or five today, and they'll say, this ain't us. We don't want nothing to do with them. But, boy, it's like squeezing blood out of a turnip, baby. It's tough. It's hard. It is so hard. 
I think there's a good message in this for all you little kids out there. Don't ever stick an M&M in your rectum. It's uh, 12.45 at 560 WQAM. Well, that was a long one. That was a freep. No, that was a, a thunder blast. Here's Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How's it going? Okay, sir. I uh, wanted to touch on some points. Number one, uh, everything, well, like, for instance, uh, the uh, governor of Minnesota. Yes. He's right on with the uh, religion thing. All right. Religion is, is for the weak-minded. Mm -hmm. It only creates hatred. Also, I wanted to touch on the uh, the uh, black people thing. The black people's thing, yes. Yeah, the one where, you know, they're not, uh, they people... People think that, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, the lowest in the totem pole. They let themselves be the lowest in the totem pole. It's, it's, it's the, 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 the fact that, you know, the Republicans, the Democrats, they both want them to be down there. And, and the religion, the whole system. Well, it's the, the white establishment. It's not political. I mean, it's just the white establishment. White people run this country. And it's, uh, that's part of the racist uh, structure of the society. Well, Black people are destined to be on the bottom of society, and there are a few who are able to, you know, uh, maybe they were born into a little bit of money, or they were able to, you know, squeak their way through a little bit of education or get a lucky break. But generally speaking, that's the way it lays out. And of course, if you can keep people uh, inarticulate and illiterate, then uh, they're likely uh, they're going to stay on the bottom. Well, I just think that the government, you know, they 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 let them, they they encourage it, they they right. give them more money, they, they they encourage them to have children mm -hmm. and to have like twenty children. That they're going to support them, you know. It's it's a vicious cycle that you know that government has always you know paid a part of of this cycle to encourage this cycle. Yeah. And 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 the right wingers with the same thing with the 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 religion thing. You know, the Republicans have have a lot of fault of all this you know all this hate monger stuff. Well, that, that's the, the gay reason, stuff that, that's, that's the reason that the Republican Party is so out of touch with the mainstream of uh, the population. That the, the, they're in, like Jesse Ventura said, the social issues. The public, for the most part, doesn't want to repress people on social issues. They want to basically let people do their own thing. They're interested in the economy. They're interested in law enforcement. They're interested in important things that have to do with the quality of life. They're not interested in sticking their nose in everybody else's business. I think both political parties pay pay you know pay a function and and. In, in and the whole the whole issue of you know one he said they're both full of <coughs> crap five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighteen t wireless line that's what Jesse Ventura said they're both full of <coughs> crap so let's have somebody else and we're not talking about Donald Trump either that's sad see that bothers me but you know I think he's just playing his game I think he's just doing all of that it's window dressing and like he said then when it comes to the last few months before instead of getting involved now. Then maybe he'll surprise the hell out of them. In which case, I'll go vote 400 times. Easy. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Pleasure to talk to you, man. I listen yes, to your show every morning. All right. Um, uh, point on the Cuban thing. My mother is very into the political scene, and she's very disgusted by what they did. I'm very disgusted. I'm I'm a Cuban. I was born here in America. Right. Um, I think they should have taken that aggression and used it 40 years ago when it would have meant something now it's it's too much too late mm -hmm. um they're just blowing hot air i mean throwing rocks in bottles at people that are trying to go to a, a music concert it's ridiculous. Mean, what kind of balls does that take it's ridiculous it really is okay I'm, pal thanks man i'll stick here meet us All right. see ya
There you go. See, we're getting some living and breathing young Cubans. We know you're all listening out there. Every goddamn one of you, we know you're out there. This guy was great, and his mother is great. Your mama, too. That's right. No, seriously. I mean, most of these people, and, and like I said, it's so sad. Stereotypes in every group. You name any stereotype to me, whether it's Jews, we're supposed to all have big noses and rich. What? That's you. Oh, I have a big nose and I'm rich? Well, it's bigger than it used to be. How about my nose? I mean, what kind of crap is that? And, and you know, and uh, blacks, all uh, illiterate and eat a lot of watermelon and chicken. Moving right along. No, seriously, every goddamn individual in this country who's a member of any minority group suffers from ugly goddamn stereotypes. And we had that call from that uh, the laundry head before, the Saudi Arabian, whatever the hell that guy was talking about, about how he hates all Cubans. And then he finally, well, he doesn't hate he doesn't hate the Cubans themselves. He hates what these people are doing. This small handful of malcontents, professional crap disturbers, that's what they are, professional goddamn crap disturbers, and the media in this town and the politicians don't have the balls to, to say that. That's the problem. Because they're pandering to something that doesn't exist. Those old goddamn Cubans, they don't buy the Miami Herald. They wouldn't wipe their goddamn Rectum. with the Herald. But they keep pandering and pandering and encouraging it and loving it and sucking up to it. And, oh, yes, we understand. And the exile community, exile my ass. How can you be an exile community 40 years later? That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard of in my life. It's like calling the Palestinians the exile community. Even in spite of your anti-Semitic rhetoric. Give their land back, will you? No. Finders keepers, okay? Losers uh, schleppers. That's, what's all, that's what all of us big-nosed uh, Jews say. That's right. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Hey, hello there. Good morning. How you yes, doing? sir. Good evening. Good evening, afternoon. Uh, you know something? I was working in the arena, and I was going to test your theory and see if uh, they were shipping them in, in buses. And guess what? Sure enough, they were all being shipped in buses. You're shipping who in? The older people, the older Cubans. Oh, you mean the people, like, the protesters? Yeah, yeah. Right. They were coming in in buses. Nobody came, like, from their own free will. They had to come in in buses, and they were, like, very apparently organized, but it wasn't organized. Uh-huh. So, and, and another thing. Of course, who the hell wants to drive in that neighborhood, you know? <laughs> another thing. Are you going to actually finish... Uh, the interview uh, from Jesse Ventura. And yeah, if George brings the magazine back, I loaned him my Playboy. Oh, it is in here? I got it. Okay. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Watch out with the sticky uh, pages. Okay. See you later. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Yeah, he wasn't reading the article either, believe me when I tell you. He was in here yet. I mean, the phones are out yesterday. It's stretching in here. It's 100 degrees, and he's sitting in there pouring over the pictures in Playboy. Oh, it's like the best of the day. Of course, if we ever got any good male pornography in here, I might do the same, but we uh, all the stuff we get is crap. Wouldn't touch it with your hand. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, you forgot Jews are cheap. Jews but are anyway. cheap, right? Right. Listen, seriously, the, the, the problem with people like Jesse Ventura, and that problem that he's bad, I like him, I agree with him, and the problem with people like you and me and George the thing is that since we really don't care about other people's business, we're not out there making noise. So mm -hmm. you have a small percentage of people making the noise, you know, the, moral, the whole moral majority thing. But I really believe most people today and age 
agree with uh, Jesse Ventura. Right. And 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 don't agree. Like I'm also Cuban American. Right. From Cuban descent. And I don't agree with the the real uh, right wing Cuban exile groups. What they do here, you know? Yeah, okay. I'm I'm not gonna go over there and and patronize Castro and give money, but I'm not gonna start doing uh, crazy acts of because there's some musicians that want to come and play. Musicians don't mm-hmm. give a crap about politics. Right? Who cares? And the thing is, nobody has balls. And uh, do you know what Coco Plum is in Coral Gables in Miami? It's like one of the richest neighborhoods. It's one of the richest little communities. All the houses there are a million dollars up. I live very, very close to there. Not close enough, but very close. Right. And the like the the lead like the main guy of of the association, OJ was looking for houses there, and they just flat out told them no. They said we don't want you here, and they 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 showed balls. And I live in the Grove, and if he starts looking around the Grove one more time, I'm gonna start going to all the real estate places in the Grove and say, hey, if you guys sell a house or show a house to OJ, we are not going to patronize your real estate establishment because he's a murderer. Good. Forget that he's black or whatever, anything. He's just a murderer. Good. We don't want him here. Amen. I love you. Okay. See you. Yeah, that's a good point. We just, you know, just say no to OJ. Seriously. We just, we don't want you here. We want you out of here. You know, maybe you and Roy can elope or something and, uh, you know, pack your sandwich and get out of here. We don't want you here. That's the overwhelming majority. And it's not just Neil Rogers or a couple of people on the radio, just like this guy. And every place this, every place this murdering bastard has looked to try to buy a house. And by the way, how is he buying a house? If supposedly he, uh, you know, has to pay in a civil judgment all his money to the Browns and the Goldmans, how is this man looking where millionaires are living to buy a house? With what money? With what income? With that measly pension he claims he gets from the NFL, what 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 kind of money have you got to be able to buy an eight nine hundred thousand dollar house? But regardless of how much you got, we still don't want you here. And Jesus Christ, this thing today in the paper, it, this, this is like a nightmare that you never wake up from. Thank you, Sam and uh, Roy. Thank you so much. As the embarrassment just continues, and of course you know damn well, now that this picture in full color was in the Herald this morning, in the uh, Dade uh, edition anyway, it'll be circulated all over the world again. It just keeps going on and on and on. And of course, if we had a radio station here with management that was just a little bit more involved in knowing what was going on, instead of having all these misfits with their own little empires, this never would have happened in the first place. If we had a place that was structured like a real business here instead of somebody's personal play toy. That's the biggest problem here. How many, and you know something? I'm so glad that I've been talking about that for two years, over and over again. Greg and his play, his uh, buddies in the sandbox. And boy, did we pay a wicked price for it. We're still paying for it. We still look like a bunch of fools. And here it is. It's the 12th of October, and we're still trying to put back together the pieces of our Center One campaign. Because we had a promotions department that was more interested in schmoozing and uh, hanging around with and and, uh, and using as a weapon against us, O.J. Simpson, because he's a celebrity, as opposed to doing the job that we need to get the damn uh, stuff done. We're going to blow almost the whole month of October thanks to this place, thanks to the same radio station that two years ago didn't do our Center One CDs because I wasn't on the air yet and because of the fact they didn't want to put up the front money. I can't imagine anybody anywhere in America working for a more embarrassing company than this one. Can't imagine it. They have no shame. 
It's not just the one to two hour, it's a phenomenon. depends on you and the powers you possess. Since you saved his life, could you fly scissor knife? He's got a job for him to do. You have a brand new style too. We love the way you want your due. With the big C on your chest and bulletproof in my dress, just as we go to our own friend. Who's with the speed of a gazelle? Send the bad guy straight to hell. When a building starts to blow, it's loaded in then we know Your crushing crime would suck my heat low Isn't that what they say in uh, the jungles of Africa? Is it dung yet? 102 at, like, is it soup yet? 102 at 560 WQAM. It's our big one to two hour. we got Hank Goldberg at... Uh, Cool city at 2 o'clock today. Here's a call from Naples. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, first-time caller. All right. You're the greatest, man. Yes, I am. Hey, I think I figured out what Jimmy Johnson's problem is. Life. See, it doesn't matter if Dan Marino gets a Super Bowl ring this year or not, because when he retires, he's going to fire Jimmy Johnson, take his job, and end up with a Super Bowl ring anyway. He's going to fire him? Well, they're going to fire him, and Dan Marino's going to take his place. Yeah. And he's going to get a Super Bowl any ring anyway. Uh-huh. If he's on the field or not, he's still going to get it. I think Jimmy needs a ring in his nose maybe is what he needs. Straight well, his ass out. I think more in his rectum than his nose. Okay, but... thanks a lot, pal. What did he say, Jimmy? He's an asshole. Oh, thank you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Very, very sad that some people in positions of authority can't take responsibility for their own actions, for their own failures. Right, Jimmy? Uh-huh. I knew you'd agree. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hello, sir. Yes, sir. I'd like to ask you a question. Uh, because of my ignorance, I don't know if there is some legal aspect in respect to uh, very responsible old people uh, manifesting in front of... Uh, Manifesting? In other words, uh, protesting, throwing bottles at the people that are going yes, to... Yes, it is against the law to throw bottles at anybody, sir. It is against the law. So why didn't they remove those carcasses from there I let the people who wanted to see these uh, musicians, whoever they are and wherever they're coming from, so who cares? Well, they removed some of them. I think four people went to jail, and uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea why yeah. they didn't remove more people. Okay. Maybe they didn't want to start a bigger scene than they're already. I have no idea. You'd have to ask the police. I believe that as long as you have Diaz Ballards and Pimpinellas and right. Carrolos and and and, and Pina, like that, yes. you know, that were brought to Miami by people like Mas Canosa. See. Which is, uh, I understand no that this uh, man, Mascanosa, became a millionaire here, mm-hmm. but he was nobody in Cuba. Right. And the nobody... Sh- okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> he was great. You were great, sir. I, you know, it's America. You can't say bull crap on the air, but you were right on target. Nice going, sir. He said bull crap with an SH. I would like to let him continue, but unfortunately he said the magic word and Groucho Marx watched the duck come down. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. That's in case Volker Bryan's on. Wait, is he coming today? Or is his car still broken down? Uh, I don't know. I oh. heard from him. Of course, he didn't come yesterday Phone's because right he knew the AC was out. That's why. Hey, you're what? Well, I mean, your I phone is working now. I mean, I can call and I receive oh, calls. after a fashion. Yeah, the inside phone. Yeah, we got all kinds of technical problems. Have we seen our program director, general manager today? No. Oh, no, they're in budget meetings. That's right. They're in budget meetings. Don't they got to try to figure out how to pay uh, John Henry and Wayne. So Greg can keep his goddamn sports club going here. Where? Boy, I must be losing it. Here's Davey. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. You know, um, everybody, everybody keeps on talking. It was 100% wrong for the rioters, I mean, for the protesters to throw any bottles on any rocks, and 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 I'm fully uh, in agreement with that. I was born down here. My 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 family's Cuban. I've been down to Cuba, and I've seen how it is easy for a lot of, of the listeners to call and say, you know, they have computers there, they have TVs. Those are only spe- single families that have that, if that. And, and if they're lucky enough that the families down here to afford it and bring it down there. Mm-hmm. People, down, people down here have no idea how bad it is down there. Yeah. Okay, what I so, saw... Well, let me ask you this, okay? Yeah. You know, because of our geographical location, I guess we're supposed to care. But there are a lot of places in the world that people came here to escape that where the conditions are as bad or worse than they are in Cuba, and yet we don't have people disrupting the community, blocking traffic, terrorizing the local people who want to go to a concert. It doesn't exist here. It's only this one group of old malcontents who continue uh, d- d- dividing this community. Agreed. But what I'm saying is this, okay, a lot, of, a lot of the Cubans down here, especially myself, feel that they built a lot of South Florida, which is, which is, which is true in a way, okay? They did build a lot of it, and they see... Our people, for example, being shot with water cannons from the Coast Guard, trying to enter the home of the brave and the free and so forth, okay? You know, but then they see Clinton sending, sending uh, our troops to get, assa- you know, murdered, you know, in, in other wars without even helping us down here first. I mean... Well, helping us do what? Well, no, what I saw... Well, helping that, us do what? What, what is I he supposed in, to do? What I saw in that concert wasn't just rage. I also saw a lot of pe- desperate people... Who just did? I mean, the that, people, that, what, what is it that they're desperate about? Are they missing any meals? No, the younger people that were there, okay, were there just for the violence, and I and I totally agree with that. But the old people that were there have family down in Cuba, and they know how it is, and they're like getting zero help from that. You have people down there, Neil, that are that are well, starving, well, dying. Well, wait a minute. If anybody suggests that we lift the embargo, then those same people you're talking about have a nervous breakdown. So when you say those people aren't getting any help, I don't know what you would like the president to do. It says embargo. Agree on that. Well, then what, what, what is he supposed to do to pacify? What's going to make these people happy? We're certainly not going to declare war on Cuba. Well, I mean, he's obviously he's obviously got a problem down here now in Florida because this this uh, riot he's got a that problem happened, with what? This riot that happened in the arena. This is this is only the beginning. A lot of violence. Well, what did, what did the riot that had to do with a rock group playing with music? What did that have to do with President Clinton? What did that have to do with Washington? Because as I see, nobody is doing anything about what's happening. Look, Neil, I'm an American, okay, like you are yeah. and so forth, okay? And we have a lot of Cuban-Americans down here who have families down there that are starving, okay? If you've got that happening, Clinton is not doing anything about that, period. But you keep going around in a circle over and over again. I asked him, what would you like him to do? Would you like him to lift the embargo? Something's got to be done. Okay, thank you.
I mean, those are three words you can't say here. Lift the embargo. You can't say that down here. Comunista, 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 maricón, bugarón, and etc. So what would you like him to do? And, you know, I understand your frustration, but you're not giving me an answer. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. All right. I took a call from the Ebonics. They said the future be right for me. Now I can't get no job. Cause I don't got no liberty. I was talking like an old Negro. Ebonics taught me how this way. Now I can't do nothing. But my heritage says that's okay. Change my name to Shufro. Drive a deuce and a quarter ain't a Cadillac. I remember when I was stealing all the white man's cars hanging outside the Belvedere bar, crying the blues out poverty. White devils got no job for me in time. Thought if I could give my life a change, now I got to go and sell more crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine. Crackle King, Crackle King. Lordy, what a boring song. Ebonics makes me sound funny. Got nothing to do with literacy. Now I got to make more money. Labor food sounds good to me. I got plenty of nothing. Ebonics ain't getting me anywhere. Maybe I'll mug an old white bitch, steal a purse and pull her hair. Then I'm gonna take the money, my stereo and the frigid there. I remember when I was stealing all the white man's cars, hanging outside the Belvedere bar, trying to blues out poverty. White devil's got no job for me, and I, I, Thought Ebonics would give my life a change now. Got to go and sell more crack cocaine. Crack cocaine, 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 crack cocaine. So how how Anthony be doing, by the way? See, I don't I don't want to make fun of people who are illiterate, but it's it's embarrassing and it doesn't do it it uh, doesn't do uh, justice to people. There is no such name as Anthony, okay? I mean, don't you know? Don't tell anybody that. But there's no such name. Just like there's no such name as Lavender Anus. Now, this so-called Lavernius Coles that got busted up in Tallahassee from FSU with the Peter Warwick. They keep calling him Lavernius, and I guess that was supposed to be his name. The only problem is, have you looked at the spelling of that name? No. L A. Listen to this. L A V E R A N E U S. That's why I call him Lavernius. Lavernius. L A V E R A N E U S. Lavernius. I mean, at least if you're going to keep multiplying and have babies, at least know how to spell their name right, and then maybe how to pronounce it. You know what I'm saying, Anthony? Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. My parents are Cuban. I was born here, and I'm totally embarrassed by this whole thing. Circumcised? Yes, sir. All right. 
Yeah, UM student too. Oh my God! Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Listen, I don't understand why they let these people assemble. They don't have permits, you know, and the, the cops right. just stand around. They let them get away with it, and as as long as they allow them to do that, they're going to keep coming back again and again and again. Oh, political pressure, man. That's what it's called. I guarantee there are plenty of the cops that are spitting blood that would love to break it up and put an end to it forever, but political pressure, and you know who all the politicians are in Dade County. Yeah, and we're, we're the laughing stock of the nation. Everybody's right. looking at us and going, look at those people out there, and, and it's just a handful. And that guy that called us said it's just the old people only, and soon they're going to expire, and everybody's going to forget about it. That's not true, because there was a lot of younger people out there, just really? troublemakers, yeah. And they just go out there to see if they can mix it up and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, get Have their a good face. Time, and, yeah. yeah, get their face in the, in the news and... You know, just just act silly, and and uh, there's just no excuse. And I, I don't know what 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 they can do about it. You know, because they just sit around and they just keep letting it go on and on. Yeah. I mean, it's there, there's it's never going to stop. I think there's a three-word answer to the problem. I know I did it. Move to Broward. That's uh, the only thing you can do. Yeah. Well. Okay. Hang in there, pal. Thanks. Thanks. That's about the only thing we can do. And then people say, "Oh, but you ran away from the problem." Well, guy, if I could have solved the problem, I mean, I tried for I don't know how many years on the air with my little puny voice. Did it do any good? No. No. I haven't lived right there in Kendall for five years. Then I heard that O.J. might move in about 20 years later. I said, I think I better get out now while it's getting good. When I heard that O.J. Oh! was moving in. So you people down there in the hammocks, I just, uh, you know, if you missed the story on the news, which I can't imagine how you could have because it's on the front of every goddamn newspaper that's ever been invented, and Channel 7 is running that 911 call about every uh, 13 seconds over and over and over again. But, you know, which is fine. You know, you get it, you might as well milk it because, after all, oh, man. he'd be a real big celebrity. Just like every notorious murderer, I guess. Here's Doral. Hello. Hey, Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. A um, couple of things. I'm going to try to get through this as quick as Okay, let me give our friend Tony's a plug for Thank you for the lunch, by the way. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, first of all, radio stations entice people to go. Um, if you, if Spanish you understand... language stations, right. Yeah. No, no, right, right, the Spanish stations. Right. Um, if, if you understood Spanish and you watched the Spanish stations on TV interviewing people going in, they were all um, uh, telling people why they shouldn't go in instead of just asking what's your opinion. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that they do that journalists are not supposed to do. They do that in the Latin stations. They were telling, they, wait a minute, yes. the people from the Spanish-speaking media were telling people not to go in? No, not to go, no, not that, that they were in, first getting the opinions from the people going in. Right. Then when they would say, oh, because I have a right to go and it's mm -hmm. uh, freedom and so and so, then they would turn around and say, but don't you know that there are people that, you know, are dying in Cuba, they're suffering, and this is a uh, Castro band? Oh, and boy. this is. So what's your opinion on that? And they would say, well, but because I have a right to listen to music. Like, yes. But they didn't really want their opinion. They were just trying to uh, right. uh, they have would, a debate and convince they would, them. They would ask their opinion so that then they can go ahead and say something against it. Yes, they do that. They mm -hmm. do that. Another thing is, Fidel must be laughing. Every time something happens here, he must be laughing. He is. You know, wouldn't it be better if we wouldn't pay attention to anything that goes on? Don't talk about it. Maybe he'll be a little bit pissed off because no one's giving a crap about, you know, him and what's going on? Yeah. It's another thing. Sure be now, a lot better for us. Now, another thing that... Because it doesn't make him look bad. It makes us look stupid. Right. Now, another thing that the Spanish media said was, why don't why doesn't a Nazi band go into Miami Beach and play, and why doesn't the Ku Klux Klan go into Liberty City and do something there? Well, the answer is, there isn't any interest for these two, whatever associations, to go into these communities. The um, the band came here because there is an interest. There's at least a 40% interest, you know, 
for for the band to come right, and, and play. And to be and to keep comparing it with clan marches. Let right. me say it again. This wasn't a march in the middle of somebody's neighborhood. It was right. a, a concert that you had to pay for a ticket right. to go see. You could go right. or not. It was up to you. Right. And then the last thing I'm going to say is, look at this baseball team that came over and played in Baltimore. Right. Okay. They the the. Cuban people here got on the buses and went all the way to Baltimore mm -hmm. to protest this team. Right. And then before that, when the team went over to Cuba and people were mad here because they went to Cuba, guess what? Every single Cuban person watched the game on TV. Absolutely correct. Okay? Thank you, Neil. Good Have point. a nice Thanks. day, man. Thanks a lot. Bye. And, of course, don't forget about the Pan Am Games and the Junior Pan Am Games. Did we get those? No. No, Dade County wasted $440,000 of somebody's tax money to promote for the uh, Junior Pan Am Games, and then all of a sudden they found out that Cuba was going to supposedly have athletes in it, and everybody in Dade County went, oh, no, including Eric Sterheim, the little parrot on one of uh, Mayor Pinga's shoulders all the time. He's on one shoulder and Juan Medietta, he's on the other one. Little uh, birdie on his shoulder. Oh, no, we can't have that. And so as a result, the Senior Pan Am Games, which is a major event with it means millions and millions of dollars to the community, they said, no, we're not going to go there. We're never going to go there. Don't even waste your time making a bid because in the future, there ain't a Chinaman's chance in hell ever going to come to a place like that. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. All right. Exactly. So, you know, you're not accomplishing anything with Castro. All you keep doing is dividing the community, embarrassing us, making us look worse and worse and worse, and it just never seems to end. And like I've said before, if those of us in English radio got on the air and we did things that would cause disruptions in the community, and we encouraged all kinds of civil disobedience, we'd have to answer to the FCC for that. I mean, we got to have to answer to the FCC just for saying crap on the radio because somebody doesn't like us. But if we get on the air and we encourage civil disobedience, then we're going to have our feet held to the goddamn floor. But Spanish-language media, they basically do whatever the hell they want, and they know they can get away with it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, listen, Neil. I'm a circumcised Cuban Jew. Do I have the right to complain? Oi. Go ahead. They did something that's not very nice, and the same for OJ. Okay. Great call. Was that a great call? No. Pathetic. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I bet you he's got a big nose and probably cheap too. Here's Cooper City. Hello. Uh, yeah. Hi there. Uh, how are you today? Okay, sir. Uh, I apologize. I have a sore throat and don't feel that great. Okay. But Sorry. a couple couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think you were referring to the University of Miami as the Hurricanes, which I've heard you say that for many years. Uh, yes. Uh -huh. And I. Know why? Because he had a bunch of thugs on that. Right, Jimmy Johnson put the coon in hurricanes. That's right. But I don't exactly understand your statement right after that was uh, talking about Martin Luther King. Why did you use that statement? Because uh, it's a joke. Uh, didn't, didn't go over well. I beg your pardon? It didn't go over well. Well, maybe with you. I've been saying that for many years too. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You have to lighten up a little bit. No, I got That's why I keep telling my dark-complected friends, lighten up just a little bit. No, Two or three shades. I'm Jewish. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking uh, about them. The world isn't all about you, sir, or me either. It's about uh, the whole world. Uh, another question. Uh, what year did you originally start at KAT? What year did I start? 
Yeah, it was in the evening. I know that. No, it was not. It was? No, 76. Oh, it was oh, for 76. 1976. Okay, thanks very much. And have a great day. You too. Okay, it was not in the evening. It was 3 to 6 p.m., and then it became 2 to 6 p.m. And then after two years of working real cheap for uh, Ucola Cats and Tine and Sid Levin, I said, thank you, bye-bye, bye-bye. You owe me $50. I'll never forget that day. I know I've said this a million times, but it's so embarrassing. You know, people with a lot of money that treat you like a lemming, like Ucola Cats and Tine, she's dead anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. And I'm in the old flagship bank there on Alton Road in Miami Beach, cashing my paycheck, $225 a week gross, and it was gross, baby. And I'm standing in line on uh, payday, cashing my check, and there's Eucola Katzentine, the owner of the station. We used to have this big picture of her late husband, Frank Katzentine, after whom the station KAT was named. And she's in a couple people in front of me in line. She sees me and turns around and says, Oh, Neil, it's payday. Do you feel rich today? And I said, No, not quite, Mrs. Katzentine. Almost, but not quite. Only $50. Bitch. How about now? A little more. A little more so than then. Even though she was very nice compared to these people. But I'll still take their money. 26 after 1, and believe me, I'm not here because I work for nice people. I'm here for the money. And I'm very proud to tell you that. Oh, Alonzo, you're so big. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rambo 4 and 5. <laughs> How are you? John Rambo's still alive. I wanna make movies four and five. My life ain't going great, plan of Hollywood's broke. Unfortunately, I speak like I had a stroke. First blood came in 82. That's when I hurt my penis and it never ever grew. Rambo 2 was in 85 late. Uh, Rambo 3 was in 88. Shooting and moving and shooting my gun. I did not make this movie with my son. Uh, his name is Sage. He was in Rocky 5 in Daylight, the tunnel movie. A little bit of cash is what I need. I gotta get a love from Apollo Creed. I gotta have another hit movie or a Broadway show like Denahi. I guess nobody ever saw Copland. It was stupid. I guess I understand. My whole life is about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Flavin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I need to make Rambo foreign. Bye. <laughs> Check it out. So call me up. I really need a script. I can do dialogue or keep it zipped. I like comedy, action, adventure, and drama. The, the only thing I will not do is have sex with a llama. So give me a break, for goodness sake. I used to be on Oprah. Now I can't get on Ricky Lake. Right now I got a one-man show in Poughkeepsie. Basically, I'm an unemployed gypsy. A little bit of cash is what I need. I gotta get a loan from Apollo Creed. I gotta have another hit movie or a Broadway show like I guess nobody ever saw Copland. It was stupid, so I understand. My whole life's about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Flavin. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, I need to make Rambo Foreign Absolutely. All right. 133 at 560 WQM. I don't see anything wrong with Martin Luther Coon Day, do you? I mean, at least I respect it enough to take off that weekend from work. Anybody else take off here that day from work? No. no. By the way, uh, Carlos, our receptionist, I didn't realize that uh, she that he was on a, a morning show. 
Is that the same? He's on the morning show on Power 96? I told you that a while ago, for a while now. Carlos is on the, was Joe Griffin on that show? He did a cameo and uh, he was a hit. It's a hit. So in other words, he was in there with Joe Griffin and RuPaul, and you wonder why Kevin Spacey ran out? Come on, Kevin. Back in the closet, sweetheart. Oh, I'm sorry. He's in. He's out. He's all over the place. But I can understand why he ran out. Well, I mean, unless once you get to know Carlos, as long as he doesn't want to show you his 18 appears parts, like he did that one day. He shaved you now. I don't, I don't want to hear about it, okay? The thought of seeing, oh, right in the middle of my lunch, no less. Uh, <laughs> here's Dania. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I'm calling in response to some of the people that were on the show before. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess people forget their history. From 1939 and 1942, close to 150,000 Jews tried to get into Cuba. There were quite a few ships. Uh, some of them paid up to $1 million to go to Cuba. And when they got there, they didn't let them in. Mm-hmm. In other words, they kept them on a boat for three weeks. I was a teenager. You mean like then. you mean like the St. Louis that tried to yes, get in sir. here and they wouldn't yes. let it in Roosevelt uh, right. back and most of them died in the concentration camps. Yes. Yeah, and they had Al Capone there and the mafia and prostitution and everything. Right. All right. Those What's wrong people with that? But many of the Jews were doctors and scientists, and uh, they sent them out. And then when they came to Miami, they put water hoses on them too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, no one uh, uh, rebelled. Well, what does that, that have to do with this? I don't understand what. Well, uh, just go back in history. We but but we don't, I mean, we're not living in ancient history. We're living now, well, sir. But uh, have a nice life looking back in the history. Oh, I mean, you know, there's truth in what he says. But what does that have to do with the price of peanuts now? Absolutely nothing. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Why are they continuing to refer to the Cubans as exiles? Because it's a catchy phrase, I guess. I don't know. Beats me. They're not really exiles. Though. I don't know that we have exiles. No, they left to their own accord. They're not exiles. It's just a political, you know, it's politically correct in Dade County to call those old farts exiles. I mean, to call them Cuban old farts would be more accurate. Oh, the media, it's though. It's Cuban old farts. It's, it's all about the media, though. The media shouldn't be calling them that. The poli- no, it's a political thing. The, the politicians invented it, and the media very obediently said, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Let's keep saying that. Right. And uh, what about Thomas Regalado and some of these other Miami commissioners showing their faces? It's just it's absolute disgrace. It's disgusting, but it's not going to change. I mean, they got they got the Dade County by the balls, man. They own it. Lock, getting, stock, and bagel. When they're getting some face time, why don't they ask Thomas Regalado about his gas card? Yeah, there you go. Good point. And uh, one final thing. I get gas when I see him. <laughs> yes. Luke Shambi. Hi. Okay, good. Good job, Tunil. That was excellent. <laughs> that was beautiful. I did the job for him there. He didn't have to do his little bleep. By the way, how's line four coming? Okay. That's our favorite sound here on WQAM, baby. No extra charge, huh? You won't find that anywhere else. Even 14,000 on a dial, whatever that thing is. Way up there at the end. 2,900 on the AM dial. Come on, one more time. I don't hear it. There it is. Okay. And you notice, by the way, in spite of all of Barry Jackass's worst efforts, nobody uh, anywhere is talking about that phantom sports station in spite of Greg Reed peeing in his pants for uh, two, three weeks over that. Here's Wes Kendall. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Mr. Neal. I'm just looking at the newspaper here today, and I see a Mr. Roy Foster with yes. Roy. That is correct, and we we'll, uh, continue to be very embarrassed and mortified, yes. And you'll also see Mr. Sam sitting on the left. <laughs> yes, sir. 
remember Sam? He used to be here, but he's not. Wait a minute. What happened to your phone? I don't know what happened to my phone. Okay, there you go. Okay. Uh, with Mr. Prodi or Miss Prodi. What's going on with Guerrero and Prodi now? Now, now OJ's out of the picture. Okay, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on you. Well, you know you have to look down to see it when you're uh, dealing with it. You know that's why he kept uh, coming and going, so to speak. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Yeah, we see the picture. Thanks again, not to the Herald. Full color this time. At least you spared our friends in Broward County. They cry. I guess they thought that I wouldn't see it, huh? They figured, well, we'll show, we'll make Rogers think that we're doing him a favor for being nice, and we'll crop the picture so that Sam and Roy don't appear in that uh, in the here in the uh, Broward edition of the Herald. But then in the date edition, there it is, full color on the front of section B, that infamous picture at the Aster. You know, that's one that's one thing about restaurants on South Beach over the years: the Forge, Joe's, the Aster. Some of the most objectionable people in the history of the human race have dined in wine. I'm not saying that, you know, they should be kicking them out, but nevertheless, they've dined at some of those uh, very famous restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Oh, baby, come play with these titties. Georgie Bush says that his nose is clean and never put stuff in it. Because he's running for the White House, so he just can't admit it. Stone drunk and that's not all, even down to few steeples. In college any drug would do, he even dropped some methods too. Why won't Georgie just come out and simply say he did it? He preferred the press would shut their mouth. But it's none of your goddamn business. He did more than what you think. But he washed it down the sink. Does he prefer cocaine to hash? That's the question that he does. Can he make his point much clearer? Like a razor on a mirror. But he wants us to believe that he didn't do anything. Georgie Bush says that his nose is clean and never put stuff in it. Cause he's running for the White House. So he just can't admit it. Georgie's clean, Georgie's clean, Georgie's clean. Wonderful Pedro Guerrero, by the way. 143 at 560 QAM. So anyway, somebody faxes me some astonishing thing here from a college, not a high school, not a grade school, a college English textbook. Non-standard forms of regular verbs. Many people have grown up in communities where non-standard forms of verbs are used in everyday speech. Instead of saying, for example, that looks tired, a person using a community, that girl looks tired, a person using a community dialect might say, that girl tired. Instead of saying, yesterday I fixed the car, a person using a community dialect might say, yesterday I fixed the car. Now, wait till you hear this. Community dialects have richness and power, but are a drawback in college and in the world of work where real English verb forms must be used. Regular, real, honest, accurate, literate. Are you ready for that? That girl tired. How about she be tired? That, or how about that girl, she be tired? And then community dialect, as opposed to standard English, where we say I do or we do, there's I does. I mean, this is in a textbook, community English. This is what your country, this is what your government is putting out, okay? Community English. This is just like bubonics all over again. Attempting to legitimize illiteracy. Rather than saying, oh, we have to teach all people in this country to speak the accurate, regular forms of English. No, this is community English, which certainly has a richness, doesn't it? Don't you feel a real richness when you go into a convenience store and somebody's saying, hey, I need to ask you a question. 
Shut up, white devil. Yeah, don't you feel a certain richness in your rectum when you hear that? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Try a new tactic, I guess, huh? Didn't work. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey Neil, how you certifiable doing? by the way. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a Cuban uh, Cuban descent, American born, and I'm still trying to get over the shock of this past weekend. But you know what gets me is a lot of these protesters have been subsidizing the Castro government for years by sending money to the relatives right. there. So much so that they've adopted the dollar currency, and yet these are the same people that are calling for an end to the embargo. But here we are; we're we're creating a we're ending the embargo ourselves by giving them the means to purchase whatever it is that they need. I don't know why you say they're calling for an end to the embargo. They don't want to end. No, I mean they, I mean they're calling for the embargo, but we're pretty much ending it by sending money to our right. relatives right. over overseas. Well, that's their uh, their end of the embargo. In other words, they're going to pick and choose and decide if it's for their relatives and their people, then it's okay. It's it's like it's like the mentality about freedom of speech. If it's something that they agree with, then it's okay. Freedom of expression, music, whatever. If it's something they like, then that's freedom. But if it's something they don't like, then you can't do it. I'll tell you, in 1993, I was in uh, Cancun, and I saw the Los Vambans performing there in uh, Cancun. I've got a family member that's associated with the group somewhat, and... Uh, these guys don't know anything but music, and, and that's all they do. They're they're basically maybe two steps up from illiteracy. They can read music more than they can words. Right. And that's all. That's what they're all about. It's just music. And uh, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear any reports that any political speeches were made inside the uh, arena the other night. All they did was play music and people danced. In 1993, these musicians got paid a thirty dollar per diem, and they hardly ever split the profits. And 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 that's basically all they want to do. It's a vehicle for them to get out of their Cuba, get out of the repression, and just enjoy life. And that's basically all they do. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, for, it's kind of scary, I think, that post-Castro Cuba, because a lot of these people that, that claim to be so uh, freedom-oriented uh, are just going to repress anybody that has a dif uh, differing point of view. You've got it. Okay, Pat. Anyways, that's all I got. Have a good day. Thanks. 5670560. Oh, uh, it worked like uh, crazy to do it, but we finally got some great response here today. How about that? Uh -huh. Yes. I realize that a lot of you people, you're, you know, you want to sit in the back and figure this will all go away, but it doesn't go away. And it's bad, baby. It'd be bad. It'd be real bad. It'd be bad for getting everybody getting along. And you people in Spanish language radio. See, maybe if you had some listeners under the age of 100, but of course the people under the age of 100 aren't interested in that same old tired communist crap that you keep peddling out. So that's the way you have to survive, is by sacrificing the entire community and our image all over the world so that you can survive. Really tragic. Here's Kendall, home of OJ. Hello. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you finally got to me. Yes, sir. Before OJ did, anyway. Uh-huh. By the way, okay, a, 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 a couple of points. Uh, point number one, according to the Herald, the, the Miami edition. Yes, sir. She lives in the crossings. Right. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I said the hammocks. I'm yeah. Where but, did, you I, know, get, it's, it's where only did I get the hammocks? Because uh... the hammocks district police is what responded. Oh, I see. To the call. But well, I apologize call... profusely, okay, to those people who were getting ready to move out and had for sale signs it, in the hammocks. Exactly. It, it, I'm it, sorry. It's only a difference of 10 blocks anyway. Right. You know? I, know where, I know exactly where they both are. Okay. So that that's number one. Um, number two, um, I know somebody who has access to the county computer, and they put her name in there to try to get an address, and it doesn't come up, which means that wherever she's living, she's renting. 
Yeah, okay. no, she's from California. She just came. She just be coming here with him. Right. So we we can ago. we can get her be kicked out of there. Okay. Right. Um, along the and no, yeah, I'm especially all, if Pedro's hanging around there, and maybe there's some shady drug stuff going on. Not that we know that, but exactly. we'll be checking well, it out. It makes a difference to me because now I know he won't be going to my Publix at least. But anyway, right. um, not that you know of. Uh, well, and uh, about the whole Cuban thing, and just going back to to your last caller, you know, I was born here. My my folks are both Cuban. Okay, my dad came over in 61, my mom in 64. Um, they've never been to a single one of those protests, okay? And and when they see them on TV, all they do is they, they shake their head like saying, these silly, silly people, when will they ever learn? Right. Okay, they're, they're both citizens, um, and this idea about exile, come 